welcome to a special edition of Gameware Express. This is not uh, Adam. Uh, this is Renee, obviously. <laughs> and I am hosting this extra special episode of Gameware Express where we are going to discuss our very favorite TV show. I know it's probably our very favorite TV show. I don't yes. know. Everyone here at the table. Oh, is I can't at this point. They ruined Game of Thrones. So now, like, the competition in my head between those is easily won by The Office. Right, yeah, exactly. I don't even know what we should call this little one-off. Do we have any, like, special cute little names that we could call uh, it? When we did our MCU countdown, we just, I just called it Ranking the MCU so, and ranking, ranking the, office. the Office. Well, we can call this Ranking the Office then because uh, I thought of a really interesting way for us to talk about our top ten episodes okay. without... Us, you know, like just overlapping, like this is my number nine, this is my number nine. Sure. Oh, well, that's my number two, you know. Um, interesting way that we did this was everyone made a top ten list, and then I took the top ten list and gave them all point values. So, like, your number one episode got ten points, <laughs> all the way down to your number ten episode, which got one point, which okay. obviously got very confusing, and I had to add this up about a billion <laughs> times at work. Um, you but didn't create an Excel spreadsheet to like Oh my god, I don't want to talk about Excel because I have to work in it every day at work and everyone's like, why don't you know Excel better? And I'm See, like, I'm supposed to do that at my job. I don't do anything. They keep telling me to do stuff. I just don't do it. It's fine. That's, hey, that's a really good <laughs> when idea. When you're working in an office, it's like the most important thing to do is make people just think you're busy all the time. That is true. Exactly. Which we've learned from yeah. the office. Mm -hmm. That's true. I actually learned that in high school. Oh. <laughs> Were you watching the office in high school? No, but I would walk around my campus with a clipboard and a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> And oh, then I would like look at it really angrily, and I would just walk around and just like <laughs> shaking my head no on the paper. And that transfers very well into office life, as I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So always look mad. I guess I learned that from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Which we have. I guess that'll be later. Next. We'll talk about Seinfeld. You know, we could do like a Seinfeld like watch. That's right. true. Yeah. There's not one of those happening right now. We can jump in on that. That's it. <sighs> Seinfeld. Michael great. Richards on this. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> But we are here to talk about The Office. And uh, another interesting tidbit about these lists is that no one at the table other than myself knows what everyone's lists were. So yes. I compiled this without anyone knowing. So we're going to talk about a bunch of episodes that you might not be expecting. Um, and I figured, uh, you know, not everyone's list was the same, though there were a lot of, you know, repetitive episodes because there's obviously some real bangers, yeah. they're top tier episodes. Uh, there's 201 of these and you made me pick 10 of them oh, yeah, and put them in order. I know. I know. It's excruciating. <laughs> you can't pick which child is your favorite. It took a long time to make it was, these are some tough cuts. Oh, absolutely. Tough cuts. Yeah, I think my first like list because I just went through summaries of all the episodes oh, wow, right. and made my list and I think I had like 32 or 33 like episodes. I was like, "Okay, now I have to organize yeah, these cut that down. and trim it." Yeah, and it was very difficult. So so I, I feel everyone's pain here at the table because I, too, had to do all of this. So I figured that we could maybe just go through the episodes that didn't make the top ten list um, just to give them a nod because they were on our list. Okay. It's like the warm-up band. The opening <laughs> yeah, yeah, band. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, at the very bottom, 
one episode got one point. That means it was someone's number 10, but it wasn't on anyone else's list. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> and that is Garden Party. I knew it. <laughs> hey, I like Garden Party. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, one it, of the it few just didn't, good episodes. It didn't make the cut. So Garden Party, uh, Andy Bernard throws a garden party to impress his boss, but no, he no. throws it to impress his parents. Yeah. And he bought a book. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Dwight. Yeah. Uh, who kindly has decided has offered to host his garden party at his farm to get, I guess, into like hosting. To make yeah, more he, money, yeah, right? he was trying planning. to get planning. Yeah. Bought a book uh, off of eBay by Sir James Trickington or James <laughs> Trickington on how to throw a garden party. Which I know, I think Adam and I have talked about how ridiculous this prank from right because like. You really like wrote this, wrote submitted it to Amazon, got it like but, published so, or whatever. And I looked into this. Okay. I did some research. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah. You might think this is too much work. And like, or what, what's the cost justification to do all this? It's mm-hmm. actually to publish a book on Amazon doesn't cost anything. Yeah. So you're just basically submitting a PDF. Mm-hmm. But how long does it take to write a fake yeah, book about you know. throwing a party? And get it printed, but, hardbound. Well, so Rem- Amazon will do that for you. For what? no for no really? cost. Yeah, they yeah. No publish for you. Remember though, Jim doesn't do work at work. No, so. he has plenty of time at work. Because at this point yeah. in the series, it was when like he hit his like his commission cap was a thing. Well, it's oh, that hard was a to say episode. whether yeah. that was going on, but um, yeah, that, that, they, they kind of swept <laughs> that under the rug. At <laughs> that that did last for about an episode. Yeah, and then they seem to never mention that ever again. But no, I I really like this episode, and if, if I guess for me, it it really comes down to my favorite scene in this episode is when. Walter Jr. Oh, has Josh his, Groban. Yeah, Josh Groban, an incredible singer, has like his duet with his father. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I just, it's a good musical moment in the show. The show, when you watch it your first time, you know, you, there's a lot of moments where you just cannot stop laughing. But then as you watch it the 15th and 20th time, as you do, eventually you, mm-hmm. the jokes that made you laugh, like you stop laughing. But mm-hmm. every time that scene happens, I uncontrollably, <laughs> it's still very funny to me. I, I appreciate that Josh Groban's character never knew who Pam was in that entire episode. <laughs> right? Oh yeah, like <laughs> Meredith and yeah. Phyllis. Anytime, Jim bye Tuna, Sam's bye Pam. Pam. Yeah, he also calls Jim Tuna, which is yeah, pretty great. I love it. Um, so next episode that got two points. Oh, and it almost made it onto my list, and it would have gotten three. Was Murder, which is on John. Yeah. Murder's yeah. Murder's a great. Murdering. That's a great episode. Uh-huh. So good. Yeah, right. It's uh, it's really good for a a lot of reasons though, because mm-hmm. it's it's first of all very funny, but you also get like this like another look into Michael being a competent boss, and like maybe this whole time everything he's been doing is just you know, for the sake of keeping morale up and doing yeah. what he can. It really goes to show how the character of Michael Scott differs from his UK counterpart of David Brandt yes. because they give Michael redeeming qualities, even mm-hmm. though he seems kind of like an incompetent imbecile. Correct. It's really like, oh no, he's a really good salesperson. And oh, he really does these things as an act. Right. And he realizes that he's coming off as silly, but yes, because you know, Jim wants to play it super straight and be super official and is worried about what's going on at the time in the series. Oh, Absolutely. It it has like some of my my favorite moments in the series too. Hey, like, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, a, a lot of work that went into like a five second joke. Yes, <laughs> Tube City. You know well, that whole thing. You got the hamsters in there running around. I, so I kind of like to think somebody just had hamsters in, like somewhere anyway. Like how can we just put these hamsters in this one scene? Yeah. The um, when when Andy is 
showing how to do a, a Georgia accent. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Kevin's like, oh, now do now do Swedish chef. Yeah. What, what province is he from? Sesame <laughs> Street. That's one of the best deliveries from Kevin in the entire series. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. And then, and then Oscar, um, <laughs> when he comes in and he he's trying to deliver bad news, but they make him say it in a southern accent, and he doesn't know how to do one. <laughs> this, this plantation. <laughs> I'd say at least once a week to like. Renee or I do that voice. Yeah, we try our best. I I do it around my house, but it's um it does not land well. Oh yeah. (laughs) Usually when we like want to buy something, I don't know. We just don't run out of ran out of greenbacks. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, there there's a lot of great moments in that episode. Yeah, good choice, good choice. I want to know, can I buy that board game? I want to play Bells and Birds. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Someone needs to make that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the VHS tape and everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about VHS boards. Do it. I think I think a fun drinking game for our fans listening at home is every time we throw out an office quote this episode is take a drink. Yeah, us, oh us delivering. Actually, don't, don't actually poorly. do that. We don't yes. condone over drinking because that we would probably kill you. It's going to yeah. be 80%. We have a lot of office in quotes in our it's everyday just life. just us saying words that have already <laughs> been on the episode. <laughs> Well, another one that got two points was my number two, which is Take Your Daughter to Work Day, which I was surprised was not on your list, Stephen, because Probably that is one that we know, yeah. my <laughs> love. Look, that episode, I, it's on my list if just because of the young Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because, dear God, when he says that he wants to have a million kids. So yeah, so he can have a million friends and no one no can one say can no say to, no being, to his being his friend. And then the reaction from the puppet. <laughs> oh my god, the pause. It's just so long that it stays on the puppet. It's a beautiful moment. I love it. And I also really love Meredith's kid. Oh. Like, <laughs> Calling Dwight Mr. Poop. That, that's the funniest part of the episode. Because Mr. I'm also 12, like that kid, and also think it's very funny to call people Mr. Poop. I'd like to say that kid was uh, a busy actor that year because he's also in an episode of Always Sunny. That is true. That is true. Oh, yeah. Also playing a really shitty it's The kid. same character. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So good. Oh my god. Okay, so next one was uh, The Client, which got three points. Whose list was that I had The Client. The Client, yes. That was your number eight. Yes. I watched that again last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim Meadows is like one of the best parts of that episode. Right. And I don't know, there's just... It's just... But like it, what's it? It's another episode episode that shows Michael's competency, and mm-hmm. I guess I, I I really like those episodes where Michael is absolutely just a big dumb idiot. But then there's like this one moment where you're like he he gets it, like mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. That reaction from Jan when she realizes that like he's connecting with Tim Meadows and he's about to land this exactly. huge sale that they've been worried about this whole time. Exactly. Because I was a part of the series early where they were worried about like downsizing and like shutting down that branch. Right. So that was a big sale. There, yeah, there's a talking head in mm-hmm. the episode where Jim says, if we get this, we won't have to downsize. Yeah. And also it ends with uh, Michael and Jan's kiss yeah, in the Chili's parking lot. Yep. <laughs> she instantly regrets it. Yeah. <laughs> but Decisions were made. Chili's is the new golf course. That's right. Go to the go-go. <laughs> the, go to the go-go. The one issue I have, and I love this episode, it's not really an issue related to the show, but there's no like district that decides the paper supplier for like the schools yeah. and the police. and the, That just doesn't exist. But mm-hmm. that's nitpicking, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah exactly. The school would decide the papers and then yeah. the other, but whatever. It's, it's a great episode. Yeah, definitely. And I, any episode 
where the office goes to Chili's. <laughs> I, I, yes, absolutely. So good. Chili's mm-hmm. is funny for just, no, it just is. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Next is another one that got three points, which was on my list, The Lover. Oh, okay. okay. I love it because Pam, while she's not like my very, very favorite character, she is hilarious in this episode. Every like reaction that she has, like all her standoffishness and like being like a child towards Michael, like just this battle of petulance (laughs) is really good. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. And when she realizes like who Michael is talking about and it zooms in on the Carell's face. Some of the best camera work direction in the entire series. Especially Jim in the back, like, cause he knows. Yeah. And he's just like, just the Jim silent face shot where the camera like moves away from Michael and then back to Michael and it's closer up (laughs) into his face. (laughs) And then Pam realizes that, it's going to be okay. Michael. Mm-hmm. And she cannot take it. Even when the camera's like looking at him, he almost looks like he's a little cross-eyed or yeah. has like a bit of a lazy <laughs> eye. So it's just like exemplifying the fact that like this sucks for Pam. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is dating his her mom. And it's so funny because earlier in the series, like Jim joked about like yes. giving mm-hmm. Pam's mom's phone number to Michael. Yeah. Before they ever started uh, Before dating. they even met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And was that before well, Pam, that was before Pam that was Jim started dating. It was yeah. it was before everything. It was before Jeez. the wedding, before they had started dating. Yeah. That's so weird. It was a really serious <laughs> joke. And then like who would have known four years later? Right. Um, next is another one that got four points, Michael's Last Dundies, which I think that Steven, is that one you were? That's, that, yeah. That's, yeah, man, that's your number seven. That, uh, that almost went on my list. The, um, you know, as, as far as authentic moments, because it was unplanned, it was unscripted. Well, at least it was scripted, but, but Steve Carell didn't know. Right. Um, you know, at the end of the episode, when they start to sing the modified version of, uh, that song from Rent which mm-hmm. I don't know the number that they used, mm-hmm. 86,000, 9,000, nine, something. something that like to have that on film, like mm-hmm. that kind of natural reaction from an actor that led his cast for eight seasons or seven seasons, you know, right. Um, mm-hmm. These were authentic relationships that were forged during the filming of a show that at, when the show began, they didn't even know if they would have a second season. Right. Um, but then by this time in the series, the Office was cemented as one of the most important comedies ever to be filmed ever. on television. Yes, and this was his, you know, basically his final moment or one of his final final moments on the show. So, my, Michael Scott. So Steve Carell didn't know that they were going to sing this song, and it's just to have that emotion captured. There's no acting there. That's just to right. me like raw, and um, that alone kind of put that on my list, just because it was incredible to uh, to, to see that. You know, speaking of authentic moments. Uh, I think I had showed you like my initial list or some episodes that were going to be on my list and the garage sale was one of them. And you were like, why the garage sale? And I said specifically because there is a moment where Phyllis is talking to Holly about, you know, when did you Mm -hmm. know it was time to put your parents in a nursing Nursing home home. basically. And Phyllis's reaction, like that's not Phyllis, the character, like that's her trying to deliver this line, knowing like where that, you know, that feeling comes from like mm-hmm. her voice is cracking she's breaking that's such an authentic moment and i just thought it was really beautiful and then also of course the ending of that episode's really of good course. but specifically like that like i love it whenever it's it, authentically authentic yeah there are some really beautiful moments like that in the show also mm-hmm. that snl cold open to start the last dundies it's, it's basically like they did an snl cold open, right right and that's where you know michael 
pretends to be uh, other you know employees like those like Michael <laughs> Billis yeah. is Billis like, is so good fumbling with the, I don't know he's like crocheting or mm-hmm. something with arthritis you know and then he pretends to be Jim talking about <laughs> like he's Jim and he's like you want to go listen to he's some got records, a, he's got an earring in and then like an Oscar comments on the mirror scene like <laughs> so part of me wants to analyze it but I know there's no substance there. <laughs> That, but that is a really good shot. Like, how did they find that? <laughs> also, um, I don't think D'Angelo Vickers gets enough credit as a... I, I know uh, he's pretty hated, he is, yeah, but yeah. going back, Will Ferrell is so good as D'Angelo I mean, Vickers. He's just playing, like, every Will Ferrell character. I yeah. don't care. I mm-hmm. don't care. It's really Also, good. like, his... his ending is way too tragic for for my taste yeah it's like, it's a bit yeah. odd it's they couldn't figure out what to do with him so, so let's just let's bring some ridiculous him. thing yeah regardless he plays that character wonderfully <laughs> i like his ending especially when he comes back to the office and his <laughs> brain is all broken yes. melissa, melissa <laughs> loves that you read the subtitles there's yes. subtitles for that. it's really funny it's so good i gotta point out though daryl the way daryl acts around d'angelo or any other person of authority is totally out of daryl's character I agree. that's the, yeah. it's like they didn't even know who they were writing yeah i agree i never liked when they moved daryl upstairs yeah i know they did that because craig robinson became like a bigger movie star and like right. a bigger like name but that whole that yes, his, you know, I feel like his character changed with that. Daryl as a character on the show, it's like he worked kind of just hard enough, but he was he was someone you could always rely on and someone who yeah. did his job competently. Yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, like you said, when he moved upstairs, it's like just things started changing. Like he just, especially with his, and then we're going all over the place. But when mm-hmm. he interviewed for the manager position, yeah, like that was totally out of character. For exactly. Yeah. Not be prepared for that. Because he was always, you know, in the early episodes, kind of smug, but always confident that, yeah. like, don't yeah. come into my warehouse and mess it all up, Michael. Right. He played it cool. Like, yeah, exactly. All the time. But anyway. That, that was a tangent. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's good to go on those. Um, this is one you guys might be surprised that's not in the top ten, especially because the top ten isn't really a top ten. It's like top. It's like an amalgamation. Fourteen <laughs> top yeah. amalgamation. Oh shit, we're not even in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not. Um, coming in with only four points, I think you're going to be surprised. The convict. It was really? only uh, on John Michael's list. Yeah. I, okay, seven. I I love this episode, and I dressed up as Michael. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. this has you know. prison Mike. Yeah, it guys, my like list had like fifty iconic. episodes on oh, it. I had I to cut it. In. <laughs> it's just really was there good, anything like, like a secondary plot going on in this episode, or was it all? I don't remember um, if there was. I just watched this last night, and I can't think now that you put it, that may be why it's not on my list because I like I like it's just a, lot a plot, of and that's it. Dual. There may have been. Was a that the one when plot. Hannah was like um, breastfeeding, or she already left by then, or is that a different? You know, the the opening there is when Michael. Um, does, it says may I and then he does a, a look who's talking moment and he that's just right. climbs under the desk <laughs> I'm a talking baby that's right you need a lot of look who's talking references in the 2010s of course. <laughs> it's you know people are going to forget about look who's talking this this episode also is again I'm sure a lot of people's favorite line but it's one of mine that kind of just mm-hmm. brought me back to like this is one of the best shows ever written yeah. when he's talking about the Dementors oh, yeah. in prison yeah. that's <laughs> no not like in Harry Potter <laughs> The, the, this episode, like I said, was on my like preliminary big list, and I love it. But there are a lot of episodes I love, but when I went back and watched some of them making this list, I realized I loved one or two scenes. Yep. And this is like the sure. main part I love of this episode, and all the ones in my top ten, I like you know love the whole episode. And like I said, they, they were tough cuts. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, there's like a moment where Dwight is he has just like a bunch of money in his back pocket trying to get Martin to have to like, some sort of reaction, I guess. Yeah. And I, another one of my favorite moments from the episode is when Martin Nash uh, looks over at Stanley and try to does the solidarity, like the you know, mm-hmm. was like a chest bump. No, that was uh, that's uh, the, is that what, another yeah, episode. Yeah, that's when they, well, they, they, they all that's, when that's the merger. The, bar- the merger. Yeah, okay, I'm kicked off. So that's why you that's why you hate this. episode. That is why I hate this episode. <laughs> that was not in this episode. <laughs> But also, Stanley rolls his eyes. How many yes, times in the series has Michael Scott imprisoned someone or a group of people uh, by locking them into a room? At least, at least three twice. times. Three times. We'll talk about another one soon. I'm sure, coming <laughs> <Okay>. up. <laughs> um, another one that had four points. Oh, I don't know why I said it has five, but anyway, sorry, I might have messed that up a little bit. Um, okay. Money. Also. Yes. Money. Yeah. I, money was on my list. list. Um, that whole. That whole episode, I think, is great because we get a, a bigger look into Michael's like ridiculousness with yes. all of the things he purchases, and like when Oscar's trying to have a serious situation, like conversation with him about his spending, <laughs> and Michael only cares about that his name is on like the power or the, the PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> yeah, this is this is also the episode where where Michael is supposed to give a PowerPoint presentation. No, no, that's a different one. Yes, mm. I get these. Like, I have. This was on my list at seven. Yes, and I have the like the two episodes around it, like okay, right there. That whole yeah. front half of season four is like oh, it's peak golden. office. Oh, so that's yeah. a lot of my so episodes. Good. And then of course, uh, you know, off off mic, you talk. We were talking the other day about like what office quotes you use the most, like yes. in your everyday mm-hmm. life, and like you know, I declare bankruptcy or something similar oh, is like one of my that's most. A, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's another iconic line. Yeah, well, I didn't say it. I declared, I declared it. it. That too. <laughs> yeah. Like like everything you can't from just that. say it and expect something to happen. And then also like that wholesome moment at the end where like Jan is portrayed as like psychotic crazy lady, yes. but like when she finds out that like Michael ran off to try to run away from his money problems. I don't have monkey problems. He have <laughs> um, <laughs> that she goes up and she jumps on the train with them and she's like, so where are we going? Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing yeah it together. she had this real redeeming moment. Yeah. I, I agree. I like. I always like that Jan moment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that this episode is like peak Michael. What, and Michael, the, Michael and Oscar's relationship throughout the series has always been great. because oh, like 100%. I don't have Business Trip on my list. I business think, trip, but I just I watched just that. But that, I love yes. them together there too. Um, and just what was the um again? What's the B line in Money? Dude? Again, this might be. I haven't watched Money in a while. My my problem is uh. Been listening to Office Ladies podcast. Of course, which if you're so listening you, yeah, to us. Exactly. You obviously like Office podcast. Listen to that. So as we get closer to episodes that I'm about to watch with them, I try to stay away from them. Of my course. casual viewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I haven't watched Money in a while. But, it is not mm-hmm. conversation. It is only a five pointer or four pointer. I don't know. Anyway, we're getting uh, there. Launch on up. party <laughs> has five points. That was Adam. It's launch party. Saves. <laughs> yes, that was right above money on my list. Like I said, yeah, these these top four. Uh, I mean, season four episodes are great because this is. I say peak office because all these front season four episodes were all an hour. Yep. yep. Like they were getting hour episodes the first five episodes. This and was during the writer's strike. So the they, writer strike was right after this. I thought that the reason why they did so many like doubled up episodes. Oh, was, is it? Well, maybe I knew it was, I knew it was around yeah. then. Um, launch party. <laughs> I mean, we get the 
we always when we talk about pizza, the pizza by Alfredo versus yes. Alfredo. Oh pizza yeah, cafe. yeah, yeah. We talk about that all the time. Um, Anytime know. someone mentions Papa John's on the internet, yeah, like <laughs> if it's Facebook or Twitter, like I will hot reply. Hot circle of garbage. It's a hot, hot circle of garbage. garbage. The whole thing with them kidnapping the delivery driver because oh. him using it as an allegory for Ryan because he didn't get invited to the big party in New York, right? Because he realized that his invitation was for a. And an online party, and Jim has to point that out. And Michael buys was gonna buy green. No, oh, the places you'll go for Ryan, yes. but they didn't have that, so we got green eggs and ham. Have you like, ever read this? this? <laughs> also, the actor that played the delivery boy played the uh, the the kid in the wheelchair in Glee. Yes, which later yeah. in the series was the a whole invalid. episode. And Michael refers to him as his favorite character in that the, show, the invalid. Uh, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Because also in this episode, we get like uh. A depressed Dwight because Angela had dumped him yeah. for killing his her cat. Oh uh, yes, and I think it's also the episode killing. where he's he's fighting against the computer, right? Yeah, and yeah, that's it because he's got to beat the oh, computer yeah. for the before the launch party. Yeah, before the launch party, yeah, and, a bunch of great things. And going Jim on. and Pam are messing with them with the IMs, thinking that the, Man, this the is, system's alive. You're right, Adam. This no, is a better episode than I had originally. Yeah. Just I, I would have had this higher up on my level. list, but the one above it, I'll explain why I have it okay. above it when we get to it because this is probably my. More favorite episode than the other one, but we'll get to that. And Dwight like, also like didn't shave properly. Yeah, yeah. he's got he's like, real patchy, on, and, just on one side. And Andy be annoying with the bullhorn every time he makes a sale. <laughs> uh, Kelly buying the ream of papers, so Daryl will bring it up to her, and then Dwight yelling at her. <laughs> Damn because it, Kelly, it knows. <laughs> <laughs> launch party, you know. That's also what if we change the U to an A? Then it would say launch party. And the, it's also <laughs> when Daryl's relationship with Kelly kind of started too, mm-hmm. because yes. that's really the first time that they'd ever interact. Acted yeah, because they would be flirting when still she missing was Ryan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so oh yeah, because not so much. Because yeah. the previous episode, which was I think Dunder Mifflin Infinity, yes. is when Ryan comes and Kelly has wearing the dress and you know yeah that yeah so <laughs> great block <laughs> of episodes. <laughs> Next is one that almost made my list as well, but it's pretty high up in Adam's list because it came in with seven points at safety training. Yes, <laughs> safety training. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Or do you want me to go again? Oh, or? no, go for it. Safety training's great. Again, we get Michael and that Michael-Daryl relationship because he really wants to use the bailer. Yes, this was almost on my list. And he doesn't get to do it. And then they they bring the warehouse guys up to learn about the office people's, the white-collar safety training, which just talks about, like, fat butt disease. And, <laughs> on your yeah. biscuit. Yeah. Never having to risk it. Mm-hmm. So Michael has we to like prove... like a thousand-pound sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael has to prove his point that working in an office can be dangerous, so he wants to fake a suicide <laughs> to prove his point, and he tried to test it with the trampoline. He's actually going to kill himself. <laughs> and they realize when they drop the watermelon and it hits Stanley's car. I gotta wonder, like, there's you can't you can't plan that, right? I know, but they had to not, drop a bunch of them. But not in the script. Didn't they have to, like, talk him down from his fake suicide yeah well my favorite part when they throw it and he asks dwight make sure it's not stanley's car because they want to call the attorney he called in season two james p albini james p albini and make sure it's not a hate crime and then they get the bouncy castle and he's and then he decides he's going to kill himself my favorite part is when they he starts to do his act and then he realizes the warehouse guys aren't there so he tells <laughs> dwight to go get them and then he I restarts him for this part and then jim's like you know the first, yeah, exactly. the first time around was a little rough, but it's not the second. I'm thinking of bringing my parents for the matinee. <laughs> um, one of the things I actually really like about this episode, too, is it's during... J- 
Jim and Karen's uh, like love yeah, thing, but tryst. yeah, but it, a lot of this episode uh, focuses on like some some good Jim Pam. Chemistry. Is this the one where mm-hmm. Jim wanted to mess, wanted to have Karen as a sidekick to help do the prank, but she was too busy, so he goes back to Pam? Uh, that was when Dwight left. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm getting yeah, all but, these episodes. For, yeah, but phone. it was yeah. just yeah for whatever <clears throat> reason they don't really address it. It's just. Jim and Pam mm-hmm. get to have a nice moment outside talking Michael down from his fake suicide. Yeah, so. and for my birthday last year, my girlfriend got me a pillow that says "Dwight, you ignorant slut" yes. on it. It's <laughs> a good one. So yeah, that's another classic SNL reference yes. from Michael. Spohn. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, a lot of people might not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So oh, in yeah. the first couple seasons of SNL, they would have the news set up with Dan Aykroyd and another actress. And it was kind of a common thing for Dan Aykroyd to say, Jan, you ignorant slut. Mm-hmm. Like during the news the, the news <laughs> yeah. segment on SNL. So that's a quote from Saturday Night Live. So yeah, he says it to Dwight when, isn't, depression, isn't that a fancy term for bummed <laughs> out? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that just touched on the Rest in peace to Patrice O'Neill, yeah, who absolutely. passed away Sea way monster. too young. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a brilliant yeah. stand-up comedian and like uh, adored in that community. Yeah. Hey, here's Died a question. Really uh, speaking of Patrice O'Neill and Sea Monster, is Sea Monster what everyone just like? That's his normal nickname, or what Kelly I think called Kelly him? Kelly just made that up on the spot. Okay, because I feel like there's another reference to him reference being Sea Monster, yeah. but I can't tell if it's like. No, I think Michael says it. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's. Was it's had it had to be the same to episode. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. No, it might have been another episode that it like is a callback. I yeah, so. I think it is a callback. Yeah, I think Michael doesn't know anyone's name down in the Michael warehouse. Michael doesn't know so. Michael's name in the warehouse. <laughs> so, Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson. Why isn't man crime HD on my list? Or wait, that was not crime. Anyway. <laughs> so now we finally hit our top ten, and we have hey, three we number ten. Three, three, three number ten. I love this so much. Okay. Do we have one number one? Yes, we have oh, one okay, number one. Okay, I just oh, want okay. to make sure that. Okay. Yeah. This really only happens at number 10, uh, number 7. Uh, yeah, anyway. Okay, so okay. we have three number 10s. Um, so eight points with Branch Wars, yes. which yeah. is on Adam's That was list. my number three wow. favorite episode. It is high ranking. I feel, um, feel like all mine are coming up, dominating the conversation. Well, it I have the synopsis of it as well with Michael and Dwight try to play a prank on Karen, who is now manager of the Utica branch. And after she tries to steal Stanley from the Scranton office. Meanwhile, Pam, Toby and Oscar start their own exclusive office book club. That's a really good episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that scene of the, Jim, Dwight, and Michael in his PT cruiser with their warehouse uniforms on and their mustaches <laughs> has been my Facebook cover photo for, I don't know, eight years oh, now. Yeah, um, both. I think I love both of those plot lines of the 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 finer things club. Yeah, like them and Andy <sighs> wanting to be in their club yes. and not letting them. And Why can't I be in your club? <laughs> it's another one of those we make quotes all the time because yep. your wife John Michael's in a book club with some of her friends. Yes, and every, every time every time me- it's brought up, we just make the same references to, to <laughs> Angela's yeah. ashes and Ian Forrester. And <laughs> the best part is our group chat doesn't, I don't think realizes, or maybe they, they realize now we're doing a bit. Yeah. I don't, at the time when we were suggesting Ian Forrester novels, <laughs> I don't think they were, they were like, yeah, like, yeah okay. We'll look at, okay. And then with, uh, you know, the, the big surprise, like this is Karen's like return since she left at the end of season three, you, they, they go to Utica and right. realize, Oh shit. Karen's the, the boss. Mm-hmm. And then like the, 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 the when, 
when she's like, Jim, can you hang back for a minute? And that whole moment between her and Jim mm-hmm. is so hilariously cringy at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's really so good. Him trying to like leave and like leave the conversation, but also just like be nice mm-hmm. <laughs> to her, but kind of explain to her that he's still seeing Pam is just, yeah. oh, it's and she's, he wasn't there to see her, even though yeah. she seems to think like she's made this trip so they could see each other right, again when he right. just was roped into this Correct. Michael and Dwight antic. I also like, is lecture circuit on this list at all? Ooh, no. Okay. Real quick. I really like, cause they, they go to steal the copier and then yes. they push it down the stairs and they break it. And on the episode lecture circuit where Michael's going around to all the branches and they go back to Utica, you can see that the copier has a chain around it. And it's chained to the wall. That. Yes. And that's it's because so of that funny. episode. That so. is really funny. So Branch Wars is one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. So you think you know it pretty mm. well. Uh oh. What are some of the books that the Finer Things Club? Oh reads? man, uh, A Room with a View. Yes. Uh. There's four. Angela's Ashes. Angela's Ashes. We talked about that. Right. I don't know the other two. The other two aren't mentioned in any way, and like really, you can only pick up on it if you're like looking really close. Okay. But, um, the House of the Spirits is All right. one. Is that one they have the sushi and they're dressed? Well, Memoirs of a Geisha. Oh, it's Memoirs of a Geisha. Memoirs of a Geisha. That's, right. Okay. That's right. Okay, I remember that now. <clears throat> yep. So mm-hmm. might have some trivia questions Ooh, for you fun. guys in here. Nice. Okay, so our next number ten coming in with eight points is Michael's birthday. Yeah. Um, in celebration of his birthday, Michael makes a mandatory invite of his staff during the workday to go ice skating. This also is... more things happen. Obviously, yeah. these yeah. are taken from IMDb. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, not this is good. you know Kevin thinks he may have skin cancer, and so Such the rest of the episode. office gives Kevin all the attention when it's Michael's birthday that he so desperately mm-hmm. craves. Um, what Except for I... Dwight, right? Right. Dwight yeah, Dwight's is... Dwight's going all out because <laughs> right. it's Michael's birthday. Um, he's he's trying to take over uh, Angela's you know party planning committee like mm-hmm. duties. Because he's got to be, you know, the the best number two. He has to impress Michael that much, and Angela's not having it. No. She is the head of the party committee. Um, one of the, the reasons I love this episode, again, is, like, the, the Jim Pam get to go to the store together. I don't know. It's just a very nice moment that I like between the two of them. I like, like what... getting to spend that quality time just, like, having... F- Fun. You get you get like this like glimpse into what we'll get in like seasons mm-hmm. like four and on. And just like little things like oh you use fabric softener like yeah, yeah you don't and then her like you, grabbing the mic yeah doing you know Darth Vader voices. This was my last cut. This was a bit. This is my number eleven. Like wow. it was okay. really. You know, <laughs> so, I was between this and what I put at number ten, and it was really hard to take this one out because I love this episode. Yeah, so much. when when Dwight gives Michael the jersey, <laughs> says from Dwight. <laughs> And that's we also like a two hundred dollar gift. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Those hockey jerseys aren't cheap and no. customized. Right. But I also like how we got to see uh, Steve Carell's ice skating skills. Yes. He's yes, a hockey player. Definitely, he was zipping around the ice. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a good. I also really like the um the the knickknacks they get for for Kevin. Oh yeah, the, all the the feel good gifts. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is oh, is this my trivia so question? So you think you know <laughs> sixty nine cup of noodles? <clears throat> right. <laughs> um, um, what did they give Michael though? Oh, they got him uh, Night Swept, which is Correct. his perfect Dracar Noir <laughs> smell alike. I'm not paying for the label. <laughs> and, and then at the end, where Kevin finally gets the call about his skin cancer test, and it's negative, and Michael thinks that's oh, bad. Oh, yeah, you think it's bad? <laughs> I like that Michael cut out a little 
yellow. I was about to say that's band. also they, they have like that spy shot where he's in his office cutting yellow paper to make. Well, that was back when the Live Strong bands yeah. were everywhere. It was 06. He, he like five. brings he like at the the skating rink he like brings attention to it. He just runs up and goes Live Strong. <laughs> shows everyone his bracelet that he made. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, then you know Steve Carell's real wife. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nancy Carell is in that back, and that's one of their first like little. Yeah, because you know, I think that are Nancy, these all your kids? <laughs> Nancy Carell's character kind of saw that. Oh, this guy's nice with kids. You mm-hmm. know, maybe I'll give him a shot. He's got a redeeming right? quality. Yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. see the yeah. attraction there. So our last number ten mm-hmm. with eight points is Casino Night. Oh, that's a great Ooh. episode. Um, yeah. Really doesn't need a summary, but the Dunder Mifflin crew holds a casino party at the warehouse, and Michael has two dates. Man. Some other classic, things happen. Classic sitcom setup. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, how do you, how do I juggle two dates without them realizing that? Codename Remax. Plan <laughs> <laughs> <Glenn> Jevons. <laughs> Who wins Casino Night, and what was their prize, Stephen? Uh, it's. Uh, oh come on! I know you know it. No, I, I do know it. The prize is the is the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It's. It's Creed. Creed yes. wins because he stole all the chips. <laughs> he stole all the chips. And yeah. he's never had a refrigerator he's before. He's never owned a refrigerator. I mean, he's homeless. Yeah. We've come to the conclusion that Creed is homeless. He lives, he hangs out on he his He doesn't fridge. have a bed. <laughs> he, like, he goes to a soup kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, so, yeah, he, he wins the fridge and then immediately leaves. It's like a mini fridge. Yeah. And even Cursing. in the last episode, too, it's kind of proven that he's homeless because he's, like, living, living in, in the, the office. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is a great episode. It's season two finale. We get the big like mm-hmm. stinger at the end, the big cliffhanger. Um, and watching again recently, again rewatching to go along with the Office Ladies podcast, it's it they that shot's done really well. They, I think they it really is, naturally yes. brought Jim and Pam together in that moment, and then was able to rip them apart. Yeah, after what happens, man, you can really feel Jim's pain though. Like, yeah. you know, as you know, I feel like a lot of us have kind of been in his shoes before. Yeah. Fucking hurts, man. When like, she was just like, "I'm sorry, you misinterpreted our friendship." Yep. And it's like, yeah. "Come on, Pam, you know you're lying to yourself there." Exactly. Yeah. And then that phone call she has, or was that in the season one of uh, No, that one of that wasn't that was in the when finale. she calls her mom. Yeah, yes. You know, and then that, they reshoot that in Gay Witch Hunt. Yeah, for yeah. season three opener. Because you you hear what Pam says, but you can't hear what her mom right. says. Right, right. She's like, exactly. "I don't know. He's my best friend," and it makes you like implies that either. Her, her mom asked if she also had feelings or was in love with him. Yeah, because right. she says, I think yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And any so interaction good. that Michael Scott has with, I think is his, is his name Billy, the property oh, manager. Yeah. Yes. Billy Merchant. Billy Merchant is, is a great character that we only see maybe twice in the whole series. Your girlfriend is your nurse? <laughs> she's not and my girlfriend, she's my waitress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was that his... It was, a, it was my waitress at Chili's. Chili's. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right Chili's there. was all over season two. And that's what was your waitress at Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> Chili's and Hooters. It's like and, then, and also, this is one of the moments, one of the rare moments, where Kevin... Is, is, yeah. It's, there is evidence that Kevin is actually good at something. Yes. He's not a complete idiot. And it is poker. He, he may have lost you know, his, his hand at poker that night, but I mean, he's got his bracelet. From yeah, he knew he, what he was doing when he lost. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> so now that uh, rounds up our number tens. Ooh, okay. Top three. <laughs> top three um, So now we're at our number nine, and there's only one number nine, and okay. it has nine points. Ooh, perfect. Coming at us from Adam's list, basketball. Basketball. Michael and his staff challenge the warehouse workers to a basketball game with a bet looming over both parties. 
this was you know you go back and watch season one of the office now and like some of the episodes in today's culture might not hit and some jokes like might be like weird and off the cuff but growing up playing basketball this is like the funniest episode to me because when they get down to the basketball game and they have like the montage of Michael like sucking and always like, oh, yes. what is wrong with me today? Why are you <laughs> hit those? When I would go play basketball at the UREC in college, there were so many guys who thought they could play and were just like that, <laughs> making up every like, oh, I'm just off today. And it's just so accurate. And when Michael's naming his like starting five and he gets, oh, Stanley, of course, <laughs> because you know, Stanley's, Stanley's African-American. And, and so he just assumes that he's going to be good at basketball. Because and then when he's coming down the stairs, like, oh, there he is, secret weapon. And then Stanley's like the worst player. <laughs> um, that was my trivia question. So oh, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Who is the secret weapon on the office team? Yeah. So, yeah. And it, it's just it's it's funny because Michael thinks he's the best player. But like Jim's the best player. So we get to see like more Jim and Pam right, flirting because yeah. Jim is mm-hmm. actually really, really good, at, good basketball at basketball and kind of shows Roy up. Yes. Also, and then Dwight has his wonderful face mask uh-huh. and his like <laughs> Philadelphia or Pennsylvania anime expo shirt. Yes. Yes. And then he wants to take his shirt off because they want to be skins. I will be skins. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's so many like parts of that episode that just remind me of my childhood playing ball and yes. Michael being ridiculous. When he just launches it from like half court. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it also kind of shows because, you know, they're betting on coming into work on Saturday mm-hmm. because corporate says they have to come in on Saturday because, you know, there might be right. downsizing. And that whole concept is weird because they played office versus warehouse, but if and the losers had to come in on Saturday, but those are two different like collars, right. and they don't wouldn't do the same job. So why would? Yeah, I don't really get the I, bet. Yeah, it's like what's the warehouse going to do on Saturday? Yeah, they don't have like shipments going out. Yeah, I just so I never. Yeah, really... yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. but and I also like the little bit of trivia, like when um, Roy catches Jim with the elbow. Like, that was not scripted. That oh, was like, yeah, he really yeah. got popped, and they kept filming it. Uh, and then, you know, Michael ends, and ESPN tweeted this, you know, on this day 15 <laughs> years ago, the game ended. The most egregious yeah. foul in history. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's that's my favorite season one episode. And uh, that, that is yeah. the best season It's one like episode. my 1A. It's my number two on my list, but it's really like 1A, because like it and my number one are so close. Yeah. It was hard to put one over the other. I feel it. I feel it. That all. Oh my gosh! And also the moment where Michael just gets like intimidated mm-hmm. into submission. Oh yeah, yeah. we talked about um, you know Daryl being like not uh, like Daryl is Daryl here. Like, yeah, he's like the strong, like confident. Daryl. This is my warehouse, and Michael's so, trying to come in them, and Tim and Lonnie and Roy are like towering over him, like yes. they're the monsters in Space Jam. Correct. Yeah, it's it's very different looking at Roy. Roy uh, uh, Daryl season one versus Daryl yeah. season yeah. like seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. So love it. Next is our number eight, and we only have one number eight, and that came in at ten points with Fun Run. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Michael accidentally runs over Meredith in the parking lot, <laughs> and his guilt causes him to organize a five k run for her. Dwight and Angela have a falling out after he kills her cat, and Jim and Pam's relationship is discovered. Who else had this on their list? Because it's my number five. Okay. I had it on my list. Oh, all, yeah. okay. Yeah. Three all of us? Did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it was on my so, yep. so, so three of us had it on the list. So this, this is when I have right above launch party, and the reason I'd say, I'd, I'd say why it's there is this was the first episode of The Office I ever saw. Oh, okay. I, I was in college, freshman year of college, and my roommate watched it. 
and I didn't know what it was, so I just tuned in and watched with him. And I'm like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> but I had no idea what was going on because it opens with like you're in Michael and Con- Michael's condo and like Jan's there, and then he hits Meredith with the yes. car. It's and sword. You learn Jim and Pam are dating, so I had that like ruined right oh. off the beginning. Um, but it's funny, even watching it again now, like the tension and the way they built oh, Jim and Pam's there, relationship like... is still frustrating, even though yes, you get together. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that that's why I have that probably higher than it should be because I think there are other episodes that are better on my list. But this has a, a special place in my heart. My I mean, first that's, it's the first episode of season four. You're yeah. coming in real hot. Like mm-hmm. this is like the best season, first hour long episode. Like I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just such a good episode. It is good. I know you have the T-shirt too. What's all the text that's on the T-shirt? Oh man, it's the Dunder Mifflin Fun Run Meredith Palmer. No, Dunder Mifflin. God. Mm. The Dunder <laughs> Mifflin Scranton. Meredith Palmer, rape, rabies awareness, fun run, race for the cure. Damn. Pro am. <laughs> Pro am. <laughs> That's in there. <laughs> Steven? No, I can't even. Like, hit us it's with it, Renee. Michael Scott's Dunder Mifflin oh. Scranton Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Pro Am Fun Run Race for the Cure. <laughs> yes. That's, there it is. Okay. Yes, I, 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 That's I, a tough one. In college, I did buy the shirt Got with all that. 75%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did someone call and then Pam said that on the phone? And then yes. They hung, they hung yeah. <laughs> and then Michael's like, yes. pro-am. Pro-am. Because <laughs> he didn't say pro-am. And then, yeah. the, also, it's my favorite um, Creed moments are when Creed is like kind of in and out. Yeah. He doesn't linger. Yes. And Creed, Creed we, Renee and I were talking about this yesterday. Creed originally was is, is a very like intelligent character. He's not mm-hmm. like – later he kind of turns kind of dumb. Like mm-hmm. he's, He becomes like real Bo-body. goofball. Oh, yeah, but, as, as, as he's taken more drugs, <laughs> maybe that's it. But speaking of drugs, like he's in and out when Mer- when they're all in the hospital, and Creed's not on camera. They're oh, all yeah. in her room, <laughs> and Creed kind of sidles into the shot and asks, like, "What drugs did they give you?" And then he like, lists like seven or eight of them, yes. and Meredith like, doesn't know what he's. Vicodin, Percocet, <laughs> Oxycontin, like, and, yeah. and he's like so upset when Meredith can't figure it out. He looks at everyone and shakes his head, and he's out of the he's scene. Gone. <laughs> he's just gone. What's also fantastic that I love hate this thing is when Michael ties the balloons <laughs> to Meredith. <laughs> tube <laughs> it comes loose and it comes out and like oh it bothers me so much but it's so funny and then Meredith's like, like don't call the nurse don't, yeah, bother, don't, don't just bother put it back in and he's so grossed out trying to put it back in <laughs> does he say he's gonna puke yes and then the nurse comes getting mad at him did you notice him. there's another patient in that room yes, yes. yeah <laughs> that's weird why are they doubling I don't know I mean, what is their hospital that they, they're going to when Jim and Pam have a baby yeah, that's another they doubled up some lady from I don't know gotcha. that other show, and then and then we get to the second half of the episode where you know Michael wants to present the giant check, which oh, is yes. like a quarter or a third of their funds they raised, mm-hmm. and most of that was Jan from Michael. And then they want to give it to a rabies doctor, which doesn't exist. So Jim calls the stripper yes. from season three episode. So she makes a return, which What's is fun. What's the name of the stripper? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love her. And, uh, went back and got your degree. Got your degree. <laughs> and Jan's like giving she Michael a look. so upset. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was also when uh, Pam walked in on Michael changing after she ordered her to come in. So like Jan was like jealous of Pam because she saw Michael's yep. junk. <laughs> and then, you know, Carbo Load is another one yeah, we always, he, always say to each other all the time. Always ready to carbo load before oh, we do anything. Oh god. If this episode didn't make my list, it's specifically because of the 
puke at the end. Yeah, I, I cannot watch it. We usually we, watch the office. I turn away from that. So oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. oh god, no. But I love that, like Creed and Oscar and Stanley. Yes, I think like got a cab and, and got beers and then pulled up at the finish line. Well, Oscar got a white one. That's right. Oh yes, of course. Right. There you go. <laughs> also, where did Dwight get that gun? Like, it's, not <laughs> yeah, a, it's not a starter gun. No, it's it's, it's just like a giant magnum. Six shooter, yeah. But we can see Billy Billy Merchant. Yeah, we do. In this Billi Billi uh, doing the five K in his wheelchair. I guess that's three episodes. Yeah. And they also it, they don't. Michael sets it up to where it's not uh, a complete circuit. <laughs> nope. They just run five kilometers away. <laughs> and then they have to come back. Oh, and then they also tried to prank um, Toby with you know putting oh. X lax in his oh, yeah. modium. But yeah. excellent. Like, oh, this is weird. You just have to go to the bathroom by now. <laughs> and the winner is Toby Flinderson. Yeah. <laughs> it was another good Simpsons reference. Yes. <laughs> so our number seven with 11 votes. I think it was on mine and John Michael's Benny Hanna Christmas. Yes. Yeah. The okay. best Christmas episode. Absolutely. I think it is. Um, <laughs> this, this probably for a while I would tell people was, was, my, was my favorite episode really? this is this is the episode where i was like i love the office this is kind of like you know adam's fun run yeah Th mm -hmm. this is what sold me on the office um like when i when michael scott has to mark which girl he is supposed to be flirting with i was like this is so wildly inappropriate and what's the waitress's name abby no, no it's uh what is it crap steven What's your name? It's oh, it's gonna come to me, but this is bad radio, so I'm. Not you are say such it. a minch. Whenever he says, you know what, you can have. Oh no! You no. are such a minch, my friend. We're not qualified Cindy. to be on this. Cindy, Cindy. Cindy. God. And, and my my favorite part is the girls they bring back to the office are two are not, completely yeah, different not, girls. Not the actual waitresses that they were hitting on at, at the, the restaurant. Uh, and then which, Michael has to keep where they the order their Nagasaki bombs. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people like to criticize this episode, you know, I don't know, in a joking way, because that couple sits down in between yes, Dwight and the rest of the group. I agree. Yeah, well, that, they're, they're awful people. That wouldn't that happen yeah. in the, real life. Yeah. Like, that, wouldn't, that just wouldn't they do, happen. They, like, they do have a throwaway line in the episode because Michael's like, just let them enjoy, enjoy their dinner, Dwight. Right, yeah. And so Dwight has to stay at the end, and then he d describes how to, like, skin a goose. I mean, it's not <laughs> there's not people like there in the world. Sure. But... Yes, that is a great moment when he has to yell at the waitress. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Jim tells her that she has narcolepsy and she just woke up. <laughs> and even just like little things, where like Dwight's trying to get Jim's attention, so like Dwight leans forward and then Jim yeah, leans back, they're, they're and then Dwight back leans and back and then Jim leans forward, and yeah. like they can't. My favorite part of this episode is is Pam and um and Karen and Karen teaming friendship. up. Yeah, that's, it, that, that's one of the best so moments. Good. It's, it's and some like, real girl power, right? There. You know, the the whole. Uh, teaming up for, you know was to go against angela who was just being too controlling with her party mm -hmm. and but this is like angela's dream party it is you yeah. have it's to the understand nutcracker christmas it's her favorite song her favorite song everything like she has planned to the t and now she has people throwing her a curveball she is not having it and that is my favorite part of the episode mm -hmm. yes. it's just this like dynamic and how angry Angela gets, too. It's just so <laughs> funny. And it's so sweet that she's like, she has the worst day in her and Dwight hold hands. Yeah. yeah. But then he wins walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> Which party would you guys go to? Um, and I would go to the karaoke party. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the yes. karaoke. They had a margarita machine. Come on. Well, Fruity, yet delicious. I don't know, though, but I love brownies. Yeah. I bet Angela's brownies. But you could only have one if no one's had seconds. <sighs> you got to be kidding me. You know, that's kind of sweet, too, because, like, she says, like, 
no one can have a second one until everyone's had one. And she obviously had one for everyone. That is true. Yeah. So, I didn't think about that. Like, that, she's hoping for everyone nice. else to come. How much time did Angela spend baking all that stuff? It had uh, to have been a, a good amount. Uh, I like how, you know, at the end, when they merge the parties and uh, Angela happens to find the karaoke machine power <laughs> oh, cord and, like, the plants. But come on, y'all. You work in an office. How many, like, computer power cords right. are just laying around? Mm-hmm. It's That's not, like, true. Oh, you know, we got to have Daryl playing his synthesizer and them doing like karaoke Ah, through that. that And also, this was the so this is before Kevin officially announced that his fiance had broken up with him. But by Mm -hmm. this time in the show, do you think that she had broken up with him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because he sang the Alanis Morissette song. Yep, passionately, Mm -hmm. very passionately. That's oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a great you, 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 you. And but then, then you know, I mean, also we didn't talk about Michael's big breakup in the very beginning. Oh, that's right. also true, really which is what kind of sets greeting. all this. Yeah. yeah, where he puts his face on the that that's a really cringy moment for me. Uh, yeah, I forgot because I had just watched I just watched Diwali yeah. where he proposed, mm-hmm. and I thought they broke up then, but I guess technically not until that Christmas episode. Two months later, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they so she, they were they, already on the rocks, and he pulls a stunt by putting his yeah, face that's super on inappropriate. His, her ex husband's. Christmas card, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that starts the whole thing because then he wants to go to Hooters yeah, and Andy's and like, I got Asian Hooters. Yeah. So they go <laughs> and they just give. Uh, first of all, Creed walks in and just takes a toy out of the, <laughs> the donation bin and then Michael brings in his bike and then yeah. gives it away. So Yeah. <laughs> it was also a conflicting thing because like Michael obviously knew how to ride a bike and then later, four seasons later, Michael does not know how to ride a bike. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, he brought in a bike. Yeah. That doesn't mean he, he yeah, well, I guess wrote you're it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess the tires were worn. Him. Somebody wrote it. And he just had it. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe he found it somewhere. He got it off Craigslist. He's, uh, you know, uh, let's go back to money. He buys dumb shit. So. That's true. true. Maybe he bought it off Craigslist thinking he's finally going to learn how to ride a bike. That's a good point. I also, uh, I really hate Andy. <laughs> and there's a really good moment where, like, Andy's brushed off really nicely in this episode where he's, like, going to walk into Michael's office after Dwight, like, oh, whoever right. Dwight's going to console me, just, just slams, slams the, the door, door. Yeah. right perfectly in his face. I love it so much. And I think, what is uh, Michael listening to in his office, too? That he's is it just, Everybody Hurts or is that a different No, episode? no, touch that's Dwight. Heart, oh. oh, yeah, it's oh, yeah. Uh, James <laughs> Blunt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you can just buy it. I don't need it. I just need a taste. <laughs> Michael really loves listening to eight-second clips of songs on Amazon. He does that again later with Mullins. Yeah, more Mullins. Mullins. I gotta stop us for a moment. This just came back to me. You said you hate Andy. I want to go back to the convict. The beeline in that is actually. Um, where Jim is trying to give Andy bad information. That is on, a great oh, yeah. on dating Pam. all the women in the office, specifically Pam. Yeah, I forgot about that. And I just I I would be remiss if I didn't go back to that because that is one of the <laughs> other reasons I love that episode is that great beeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, I really really like at the end of the episode Andy playing. Uh, rainbow connection on his banjo to in her falsetto. in, in the high pitched falsetto, and then throws in some pig Latin with pig Latin. <laughs> yeah. And does that mean that Pam hates Rainbow Connection? I because think... why else would he sing it? Oh, That's maybe. probably a good point. Mm-hmm. I think That's you're right. She probably she also yeah. That upsets me because I love Rainbow Connection. I do too. I mean, I all never... decent people do, and Pam yes. is not a decent person. 
That's true. I'm going to say that right now. We both, I think <laughs> oh, we all yeah. agree that Pam is not a decent person. She's, I don't think she's I, real. I never, I never <laughs> thought about that. I just figured that was a song that you know would be annoying I, I falsetto, mean, and that's what she really doesn't also, like. Or maybe falsetto. just you know maybe that's that's in Andy's wheelhouse that he had like that was his Wonderwall or something. It was also an option, but <laughs> no, I bet I, I do think I she probably Pam hates it. Like he probably him. asked for yeah. a song that Pam yeah. loves, mm-hmm. and that's the one that that's a good Jim came up with. Yeah. So anyway, that that's not in the the tin list, but I had to go back to that. Anything else about Benihana Christmas? I think we perfectly summed up. Anyone the, remember what the recipe for Nagasaki is? Uh, two, parts. two parts eggnog, one, one part, part sake. sake. No. Oh. One part eggnog, two parts sake. Close. One part eggnog, three parts sake. Three oh. parts sake. Yeah. Okay. Just I mean, half the bottle in there. Nagasaki, so. Most places won't make it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because eggnog is seasonal. <laughs> also great life. so we like i said we have three number sevens so right. 11 points drug testing yes this is, dwight, I know this is on adam's yes list. <laughs> when dwight finds half a joint in the dunder mifflin parking lot he puts on his volunteer sheriff's uniform and launches a full investigation <laughs> prompting michael to ask for an unusual favor pam <laughs> playfully issues a challenge to jim and he does his best to follow through with it uh, this is like the one time in the whole series I felt really bad for Dwight because he obviously took his volunteer sheriff's position very seriously. Yes. And then he's conflicted with Michael's request to need his urine to pass the drug test. <laughs> and then he has to go turn in his yep. uh, deputy outfit because he feels like he's betrayed his badge. Um, this is you're right. Uh on to another point, though. This is an episode where I think a lot of us, I know Adam and I, quote this episode mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, just... <laughs> like, Michael talking about how he was at an Alicia Keys concert, <laughs> and he was so passed him a, a clove cigarette. He's sitting and he's next to a girl with a lip sure ring. a clove never... cigarette. But <laughs> um, and then he, like, he hits it, and then, like, Dwight interrogating everyone because they found the joint in the parking lot, and you know, yes. Phyllis says it's marijuana. He's like, how do you know that? And like, it says it on the <laughs> paper. <laughs> and then like, so in the next scene, he it's cut off. <laughs> yeah. It says, it says what it is. And then and Creed, Creed, he asked Creed, he, he's, uh, what, what is this? It's, Northern Lights Cannabis Indica. Which no, that was no. a trivia question. <laughs> it's marijuana. I got that. Got the trivia right. And yeah, because like Creed knows the exact strain just yes. by looking at it, and Dwight's like, no, it's just marijuana. <laughs> so. Um, I think I believe they talk about this on Office Ladies, but whose whose drugs was it that they found? I, mean, I assume it was Ryan. No, I think it was, it was, no, I think it was the lead scene. It was the guys they go try to buy weed from in season five. It was, the, it was the warehouse the guys, guys. The, the uh, refrigeration guys. Um, that's yeah. what it turns out. It, it was their joint. That Pompadour guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pompadour guy. <laughs> because yeah, they they cut that out of that scene. That's but then he knows to go to them to buy weed when he's trying to frame Toby. Right, but they they heavily insinuate that. Ryan will also not pass this drug test. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like how <laughs> Dwight talks to the urology lady, and you know his pee was green, and now he's all better now. And Ryan's like, "Hey, are y'all hiring? Yeah, because... <laughs> want to work at the urology lab? I don't know, maybe because he thinks he might be getting fired because he's probably not going to pass this drug don't test. Don't you think the urinalysis lab has a drug test? I would assume so. <laughs> maybe just seeing how you know quickly he can get on turnaround or something. Yeah, sure. but yeah, this episode is just like ridiculous yeah like i said a a heartfelt moment for dwight yeah it's uh it's just a very good episode what's the pam and jim subplot too i can't remember uh in this one it's uh, 
I can't remember either. I, I know Jim messes with Dwight, uh, telling him, you know, that he was going to be conducting the interview when he walked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a good I don't part. know that the, what is the off? Oh, this is know? the Jinx one. Oh, where, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, so, so oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's right, because Jim can't talk the whole time. Okay, so right after oh, this is where he and, Jinx. And there's that scene in the conference room where they're trying to share, like, stories that, like, loved yes. ones were affected by drugs. That's top yeah. office right there. And that Jim stands up and pretends he's, like, crying and can't tell the story because it's too personal yeah, yeah, yeah. to his, not break his jinx. And then his just communication with his eyes to her when she's like, you can tell me anything. Yeah, and you could tell like, like he, mm. you know no, what he. No, really I can't. <laughs> that that that's all great. Or when he's having the conversation with Kelly, quote unquote, and she's just going on and on and on and on. Yeah, and on and on. so cute. And and, Pam, and he like gives this look to Pam and like save me, and she's like, no, I'm gonna let you finish your conversation. Finish your conversation. We're gonna have our, our meeting. <laughs> so that yeah that uh, yeah that that's a I good love one. it. Yeah, it's it's, it's a you know the the 420 special. That's right. <laughs> so you gotta watch every 420. <laughs> Another one of our number sevens with 11 points, customer survey. <laughs> Absolutely. Dwight and Jim believe that something is suspicious after their low customer performance ratings. After consulting with Angela, Andy finds the perfect site for their wedding. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. And um, I really, I think, I don't know if I want to say it's my fa- It's got to be my favorite scene in the entire series. Yes, this this episode is lower on my list, but I, when I was watching it, that's the one I was like, I feel like it should be higher, but then I realized it's just mainly that right. is like peaks it up so high. Let's because, talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so Dwight and, and Jim have to role play yes. because they have poor customer service skills. <laughs> right. Was this after they had screwed up her birthday? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Why would Kelly be mad at because Pam, or Jim they, they didn't go to their America? The, oh, the America's America, yeah, okay. Got America's yeah. Got Talent. America's Got Talent. Yeah, and so, so Jim pretends to be the customer, and and Dwight has to pick up the phone and call him to try to make a sale. Right, and of course Jim <laughs> messes with him. So Possibly the best scene. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's my favorite scene in the entire series. Yeah, like it, it shows the dynamic of. The three of those characters yep. perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it shows, like, this scene shows, like, Jim messing with Dwight, but then they also, like, team up to really figure out what's going on in this episode yes. because yes. Dwight was right. But in, in the, the, the Buttlicker moment, yes. which is, this is Bill <laughs> Buttlicker, <laughs> it's so good because, again, it shows Jim messing with Dwight in the moment, Dwight taking it way too seriously, and then mm-hmm. Michael. Also, like Michael's excited because he's a part of it, and well, he gets and, to like save the day. Yeah, and he's like the best salesman. His, and Dwight looks up to Michael so much yeah. when when his know, face when when Jim tells him he's going to buy a million dollars worth of paper products is priceless. <laughs> he looks yeah. so, so excited. He is ecstatic. It's like he, he really is like selling he won. a million like, dollars. He did it. A, he did it. He, he then, beat Billy. William H. Butler. And then the look of confliction on Michael's face where Bill Butler tells him he has to fire Dwight or he it's won't like, get the million dollars. It's a million dollar sale. <laughs> <laughs> My family built this country. Yes, and this just, is absolutely, like, that is a perfect mm-hmm. The only reason I, I, I guess I, I put it lower on my list is like the B-plot is boring to me with, like, Andy and Angela right. trying to book a wedding venue and then yeah. end up going to street farms. And it's just Andy like, and Angela is not a good plot line that I like at all. And Pam is also not even in the office during mm-hmm. this episode. Um, I yeah. mean, in fact, you guys know this episode pretty well. You're gonna ask oh, what's gonna the model it. Bluetooth headset that Pam and Jim were using to talk to one another? I just watched this. It's the something something four thousand. There we go. Yep. Points. It's the it's a, it's a Japanese sounding company four thousand. It's not Zotrush. Yoshikawa, 
4,000 or something? Matsuhashi. Matsuhashi. Oh. 400. 400. Oh, wow. We got a little we bit it. ahead of the yeah, Matsuhashi. I forgot, because like, when Pam's still in New York, and they have nice. the Bluetooth on, so I guess that's kind of the B plot, and the C plot is yeah. Andy and Angela, because mm-hmm. then we get Alex, who yeah, sucks. Who's, yeah, yeah, he's the worst. Actor exclusively plays characters that suck. Yeah. He played it on Mad Men, he played it on this. How did he, he walks into this like tiny little side room that Pam's working in at Dunder Mifflin Corp with like eight other people and he just walks in he's like Pam Beasley you work here like how the fuck did he get into this building get into the floor where Dunder Mifflin is go through the hallway figure out the office Pam is in and then like yeah talk to her in front of all of her co-workers yeah Jim Jim's dead on like Mm -hmm. he's there to to sprinkle a cinnamon yeah (laughs) so but yes this episode that scene in the conference room with their uh, role play is like one of the best scenes in the show. Oh yeah, definitely. Is this also the episode where like Angela and Andy, I guess, so they're trying to find a place for their wedding. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like Andy puts the deposits down on all those different places. Yeah. And yeah. she just like, like shoots nope. them all yep. down. Like yeah, Dis- beautifully. Disney's Epcot village. Or yeah. Something. Celebration. Celebration village. village. <laughs> That's what it is. Nana Mimi can just, <laughs> <laughs> and then she gives them a very specific Nana request. Nana Mimi can't she... be in canvas that yeah. long. <laughs> Cause she wants to get married at Dwight's farm yeah. because yeah. she's obviously still in love with Dwight. Yep. Uh, and then that look at the end where Dwight's like, I will cater to your needs day or night. If you need anything, just call me. And like, Angela's looking lovingly she, at like, him. She gives him that look that and she the likes camera's to give zooming when in. She dips her chin down and yes. like looks at him. Is this like, the and then Andy pop? pops his head in, in into the shot. Is this the same episode where Andy steps in manure twice? Yes, that's, that's hilarious. Like, why is there why is there manure in the <laughs> oh, kitchen? Wait, no, no, no. That's, that's when they're at Troop Farms. That's when they're at Troop Farms. Okay. That's, that's a different that's episode. A later episode. I think it might have been the, the next that's episode. It's the next episode because they go look at it and that's when they fake marries her. Yes, but now we're getting off track, but. Uh, the German Mennonite minister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who else had customer survey on the list other than me? I think it was just you and Steven. It's me and Steven? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was high up on C. I think, Steven, that's your third. If- yeah, it was my number if, three. If, about to say, nice. if, the, if the math is, if I'm doing the math right in my head, it, it had it been higher on your list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So next up, I lost my place. Um, Are we still on number sevens? We just finished our number sevens and we're moving on to our number oh, six. number six. We only have one number six uh, coming in with 13 points. That is Niagara. Okay. Viagra okay. Falls. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this episode, it really doesn't need any, like, introduction it's for it. But Pam Jim wedding it's the wedding Pam Jim episode. Wedding, yeah. They did it. They did the thing that the UK office didn't need to do. Is mm-hmm. Tim and Dawn Put them together. together? Yeah, right. You know, I uh, I don't have this on my list. It's not on mine either. So I guess it was mm-hmm. y'all yeah. two. It was pretty high up on my list, but thinking back, um, I think it is probably going to be a little bit lower if I were to go back and revise because I don't like the cold open. I can't watch the cold open. Remind me of the is, I, it's that's the when, one where she's throwing up. Yeah, she uh, throws up because Dwight has his boiled egg. That's boiled right. Egg. And then I that's and then Andy throws really, yeah. It's opposite for me. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like the entire. It's um. There was an old parody movie of Godfather called Mafia. I don't think anyone remembers this movie. It's not a good movie at all. It's basically like your you know scary movie parody type movie. But there's a scene like that where everyone just starts throwing up at a party, and it reminds me a lot of that. But this is way funnier. Just having everyone in the office just throwing up. 
talking about throwing up makes me want to throw up so <laughs> yeah and you know andy has that problem in that episode but later on in the series he does not have that problem when nope. he watches See, someone throw up andy inconsistent so inconsistent <laughs> i just don't like him but there's i mean obviously a lot of good heartfelt stuff in this you know yeah i mean it's a beautiful episode it it, yeah. it, it definitely is i feel like at least with me and my list a lot of the episodes I find myself rewatching are almost more of the filler episodes. So I don't like watching like the episodes where the plot progressives progresses a lot mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like those are fun to watch in the moment when you're watching the whole narrative. But like, you're not I'm just not, gonna want to like I'm gonna uh, randomly watch Niagara. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Or yeah. Eli Casino Night, or like, yeah, like you know, Goodbye Michael. Like all right. the, the they're, right. they're heavy moments. Yes, mm-hmm. and they're great for those moments mm-hmm. but you know it's hard to just sit down and be like oh, i'm just gonna watch this while i have a sandwich or yeah something. I, mm-hmm. but if you want to talk about peak michael throughout the series like michael doesn't get much more entertaining to me than he wants to do like stand-up comedy with his <laughs> eyes closed <laughs> when you're yes. supposed to be giving like a best man well, not a best man speech yeah. but like a toast before yeah. the day before the wedding like why why freestyling improv that's hilarious now i i have i have not been married Everyone else at the table has been. Yes. I think that really bothered me about this episode, but I, I understand maybe if it's your wedding weekend, you have nerves. Yeah. This is right after Jim gets a promotion to co-manager, and he was the one who's like all nervous and spills the beans that Pam's pregnant. Right. And that's like, why is Jim acting so goofy? And they try to make it like, well, he's the manager now, so now he's acting like Michael. Do y'all think this is like because of that, or he's just nervous because it's his wedding weekend, or like it was very un-Jim to like that, spill the beans? Yeah, just be like yeah. so nervous and like have it just blurt out. I think that's just poor writing. Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. That, that's kind of what I was going yeah. with. I just didn't like that moment and felt it was weird, but I was trying to find a justification in my head. Well, you know, how many of you guys, like, just whenever you've gotten up to in front of a large group of people, you know, like mm-hmm. that, sure. have you kind of, like, I mean, just spaghettied everywhere? Oh, I mean, I'm sure we've done it on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I've done it a lot. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's believable. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not 100% to that extent, but... It's like every time you watch that show, you tell... Like, you try to tell yourself, like, say something different. Just yeah. say, like, Pam doesn't drink. Right? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. a very there, frustrating moment. It's a really easy cop-out. Like, yeah. But, but just... I mean, I, like... Certainly, Steven stands up in front of a bunch of people he doesn't know, like, for his job. And, like, I have done... I've emceed, like, fashion shows before. And I know that whenever I get up there and I just see, you know, hundreds of faces blinking mm-hmm. at me... Yep. And they're just listening to every word that you're saying. I, I don't really get nervous public speaking, but I certainly just start talking about things that probably maybe just ramble. Oh, yeah. rambling a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so I can I, – I believe it. He had that whole nice, like, story planned out to tell. Like, That's – I really like – I like that, that moment. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Also, uh, I really like Isabel, and she's in this episode. I do I like love Isabel. Isabel. <laughs> Isabel. Do I like cross Isabel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know – one of the sweetest moments in the entire show is when Jim cuts his tie just so yes. Pam doesn't feel so bad about her veil being torn. That tie made of paper? <laughs> it, was, it was weird. It was like the cheapest tie. looking tie I've yeah, ever I don't seen. Know. Yeah. It like sticks straight out after it's I don't cut. know what that was. Is it like a rental tux? Like that? Yes. Buy that tie now. I got married in a rental tux. Oh, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not just saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> right, like right. it must have been a, like, I don't know. The, the, I've never seen a tie, yeah. that kind of tie with a tux look like, look like that. It's weird. Yep. Clip. But yeah, and the ending, if I'm paying attention to the episode while I'm watching it, because like I said, we watch these like while we eat, we just have the office one sure. all the time. Sure. If I'm paying attention to that episode, it will always 100% make me cry at the end. Oh, yeah. It's just so sweet. It's really sweet. It is. And it's, it's, it, it's, I'm sure it was intentional, because a lot of the writing 
in these earlier well this is season six but even in these earlier seasons seems more intentional than later but in booze cruise when captain jack offered to marry roy and pam because he can do that and she said no i don't want to get married on a boat and i want my parents there mm-hmm. and then, and then they end up getting married on a boat without her without parents, her parents there to jim mm-hmm. When they go on the boat in Niagara, so that's like it a fun shows little. Up with the right person. Yeah, yes. exactly. Can we yeah. talk a little bit about how Jim or Michael Scott has no idea what to do regarding hotels? He doesn't know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how to just like show up. He's and... just bad at hotels, you know. I would like a room in the Beasley <laughs> Albert Block. But see, you say that, but then there's also another cold open in a different episode where he cancels his hotel uh, reservation true. with the so, Olympics but, but in Utah. Bad. That's what I'm, that's my point. Is mm-hmm. he's bad at hotels? Bad at mm-hmm. Oh like yeah. He booked a hotel he doesn't need years in advance. <laughs> yeah. He has to pay a fee to cancel it, and then a hotel he needs to go to, he that's just fair. shows up. That's a good like point. he doesn't know how to just. It's just it's it's hilarious. To, to be me. fair, he could have stayed with Toby. Yeah, yeah, that's Toby true. Did offer yeah. a room, and he just hates Toby. But that's that another much. great line from Michael to Toby. Wait, what does he say? It's something like, about how you're, you're going to be sleep alone the rest of your life. Yeah, <laughs> Michael's. And then Aaron's reaction when you know Michael asks if he can stay with them. Oh yeah, ew, and she's gross. just like, "Ew, gross!" Like immediately. That, I think that's the episode. Yeah, because I guess they're all carpooling. Where Andy drives Kelly and Aaron, <laughs> yes. and they're just in the back with their headphones in, like dancing, and he's sitting mm-hmm. in the it's front. Like you're a chauffeur. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That that was a weird line when Andy says that she smells like his mom. Smells like my mom. That's, yeah. that's, that's really. He's a weird guy. He's yeah. a weird guy. I yeah. Him. Andy um, super sucks. So this is one of your faves, Steven. Softball question. What's Meemaw's real name? Oh, shit. <laughs> this is the softball. I can't believe it. Um, well, it's it's not Pee-Pee, is it? No. <laughs> it's Cecilia. It's Pee-Pa. No. It's not, it's not Cecilia? It's not Cecilia. It's not Meemaw? It's not Meemaw. And if it it's, is a boy? If it's a boy, it'll be... Cecilio. Silvio. Sylvia. Sylvia. Okay. Yeah, Sylvia. <laughs> but what's Pam's sister's name? Anybody? Anybody? Oh this one's man, tough, so Brittany Snow plays her. I know that. Ooh, it's uh, I don't know. Palm. She because she introduces <laughs> starts um, with a P. She introduces uh, um, Oscar and Kevin to her. Yeah. And she uh, thinks they're together. Yeah. Like a couple. I thought your oh, name was no. Gil. <laughs> you think I would be with that? <laughs> but no, I can't think What's of her name. What's the matter with you? And she's yeah. like, I'm so sorry. What's your name? It's one of our cat's name. What? It's one of our cat's name. Penny. Yes, her name is Penny. Penny, that's Mm -hmm. it. Penny Beasley. Penny Beasley. (laughs) Also, I lied. I got it mixed up. It's Anna Camp that plays her sister, not Brittany Snow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Our number five, we are now to with 15 points. Top five. And you guys might be surprised by it because it's not on your list, but it's my number one. Whoa. Secretary's Day. Okay. Wow. Okay. It's on my list too. <sighs> yeah, it's Steven's number six. Six? Yeah. I have to look this up because I honestly <clears throat> the Secretary's Day. Oh, I guess um, you can read the play. So uh, Michael creates problems for Andy on Secretary's Day when he tells Aaron that Andy was engaged to Angela. And Kevin is upset after Oscar makes a video comparing Kevin to Cookie Monster. Oh, oh man. This whole okay. okay. thing is so good. This actually should probably be higher up on my list because <laughs> um, I guess I'll let you get into it since it was on your list. But the moment at the end of the episode, the last moment of the show, <laughs> I will laugh every <laughs> single time when Michael comes in. He's like, did you do this? <laughs> Oscar! <laughs> the cow! The cow. Yeah. Makes me laugh every time. 
<laughs> I love this episode. It was written by Mindy Kaling, and it definitely shows it's every line is a joke. Yes. Every line to me it, it, is it so just, funny. It, it pops a lot, yes. And I don't know, just I, I love Aaron's my favorite character, and there's Really? This okay. is yeah. Oh yes. There's this is good Aaron stuff. How many pillows do you sleep on at night? <laughs> like <laughs> Do you have and a the, favorite age or a year? Or year. <laughs> or month. Or month. Or month. Like, I liked April when I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. If you were a teenager, what year would you... Would you uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. then she asked that. I would have wanted, wanted to be a, be a teenager, teenager in the... 1870s or something. Or wait, 1790s. 17, because of America. America oh, yeah, 1490. 1490. Was it 1490? Yeah, it was 1490. Because yeah. America, America was discovered. <laughs> And then she asked, no, 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 that's it. how many pillows do you sleep on a night is in the scene at, uh, hey, what's the name of that restaurant? Hayworth's? Hay- Hayworth. Hayworth's. Hayworth's, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it's just so good. And I really like, you know, Kevin as Cookie Monster. Yes. Gabe, <laughs> who I don't really like, is just uh, I really, love Gabe's character. Really but good. Sorry, Gabe, that show hasn't <laughs> been on for many cookies. <laughs> so if you don't like Gabe's character, which I did not. <clears throat> Yeah. And but you could want to learn to like Gabe's character. You watch Silicon Valley. Exactly. Because Zach Woods plays almost the same character, <laughs> but it's better. And then when I go back to watch him in the office, I just pretend that's his <laughs> life before right. he was working. His character working is Valley. just so wonderfully awful. Like, yes. That's what it is. Like that's the draw, and I love it. I'm Chow. here for it. Chow. How many Chow. times do we quote Chow. bowl of pickles? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely one of my favorite lines. There's only like five or six pickles on here. So bring you a bowl of pickles. That guy just looked like a professional waiter. He did. <laughs> so this is one of your faves, Stephen. Where did Erin work before Dunder Mifflin? Oh, uh, well, she worked at a Taco Bell. Ex- she worked at a Taco Bell Express, but then it became a regular Taco Bell, and I don't know. I just couldn't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> that is another one of my favorite lines because that is really funny. Just that that's just a became a regular line. Taco Bell. I don't know. I just couldn't keep up. It's just- what are, what, are the, what is the differentiation between a Taco Bell Express and a Taco Bell? I, I don't know. <laughs> More pre-made Taco Bell Express has no, like, dine-in option. I, I think it's just – so they added seats. <laughs> her reaction when Michael just so off the cuff just tells her, like, you know, he was – that Andy was engaged to Angela. So just <laughs> She's like, in the foster home, my hair was my room. <laughs> she just – those noises I'll have what she she's having, <laughs> you know. And then it goes straight to that cut of them in the car, and she, she just did looks, you have a good lunch. Did you, did you enjoy did you, that? Did you enjoy that? And her like her face just as she's like trying to recover, like. And then, uh, you know, at the party, um, when she asks, like, if, was everyone? Did everyone know? Was everyone sleeping with <laughs> with Andy like at the same time? <laughs> Who are you? I don't know you. I don't know. She says it twice. She says, I, you know, I don't know I, you twice. You know, I was engaged to someone before Jim. Andy wasn't it. Was it. Andy wasn't it. <laughs> Andy wasn't it. And then, like, I hope you find what you're looking for. So genuine. That yes. is Aaron. So dumb. Uh, and then Pam just, like, basically pats her on the head. Yeah. <laughs> her smile is perfect in that moment. So good. Uh, Aaron's awesome. absolutely one of my favorite characters on the show. And it didn't make my list, but it, and it, kind of killed me because I wanted it to be on my list because I think it's my favorite Aaron moment but the um, there's a not viewing party but um, the Glee watch party watch party, watch party. because that's like yes. Aaron and, and Michael it's really like a, a, a daughter looking for a father definitely um, because you know Aaron kind of grew up in a foster home and didn't know her parents and mm-hmm. that uh, this mm-hmm. is completely tangential but that father daughter moment 
when Michael realizes that, you know, that she is kind of looking for that father relationship. The face that she makes is so... When, when he says, I'm not like, your father. She's like, oh, okay. Like, we don't have that kind of relationship, and I'm totally overthinking yeah. this. It's like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful, and then he realizes it cl- it how he, him. like... He's like, oh, stabs oh, her, we, basically. We can have this relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see that relationship play out differently for the rest of the series as Michael's on. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. I'll raise it all I want! <laughs> I'll, raise the, I'll raise the roof! <laughs> <laughs> I hate your car. one more question for you steven since you love secretary's day so much what audiobook is michael listening to uh it's uh it's the novelization of push by sapphire based on wait wait, it's the the novelization of uh sapphire precious based on the novel novel push push. by sapphire so it's 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 it's, it's pushed by sapphire well no it's not it's not because a novelization of a movie i have the movie it's the movie but it's a book because mm-hmm. so when I was a kid, I had the novelization of the Cable Guy. They would do. They, would they do had books like based this. on movies. Oh. So this was a book based on the movie, based on the book. Which Wait, is, so that was real? I don't That's know if they actually thing. made this, but there but that was are, a thing they did. They there, make, there is a novelization of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie that I saw at Barnes and Noble. So uh, something like that. Oh That's more. It's more recent. Yeah. I had the novelization of Space Jam in nineteen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nice. They're, they're still making. These. I also had the novelization of the 1991 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> film. So I mean, it was a yeah. book that was just basically like, let's take the script of the movie, but also put scene. It's yeah. a book. So somehow Michael got this. On an audiobook. Yeah, he, he got an audiobook version of the novelization of a movie based on a book. I forgot about that layer. Yeah. It's like the audiobook, which is a really great joke. That's an incredibly layered joke. Every line in this episode is a joke. It's so good. I'm going to watch this episode before bed. Yes. This is an episode I want to watch before bed tonight. Okay, let's move on to number four, though, with 16 points. Barely inching out against Secretary's Day. Also one of my favorites. I think it's on Stephen's list and John Michael's list, maybe. What is it? Ben Franklin. Yes. Oh. Was, it non- was it on your list? No, it, it got cut, but it was definitely like top 15 for me. Oh, see, it must have been high on your list. That's then. three. It's three. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I add these up wrong? It's four, actually. Uh-oh. The, uh, four. Yeah, that's a great that's a great episode because that's that's the one where we meet Elizabeth the Stripper too. Yes, because they're having their bachelor and bachelorette parties for uh, Phyllis and Bob Vance. Right, which was the whole thing was suggested when um, the traveling salesman um, Todd Packer. Todd Packer. Oh yeah, you gotta have a stripper. you gotta have a stripper. And the, right at the beginning of that episode, I don't know, they talked about this on Office Ladies how. Um, David Koechner is a very physical, like, loud presence. Yeah. And you can kind of see that in his body movement, the mm-hmm. way he, like, he's a very tall, he's, a, he's not a big guy, he's a tall yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. And just the way he How moves he around. he over, yeah, and he breaks that Breaks pencil, that pencil, that's such a great it. moment. Because when he's visibly showing his frustration to Michael mm-hmm. that he can't be there, and he just, like, looks for something on Michael's desk to break. <laughs> like, he just grabs one of Michael's pencils and snaps it in half and then throws it. And then that's when he asks about the stripper, and he's got that kind of yeah, creepy like, look, uh-huh, motion of a, his hands. Yeah. You're going to have a stripper. Like, why would you think you're at an office bachelor party, hey, and you're going to have a stripper? It's a bachelor party. It doesn't matter where it is. got to have a stripper, right? It's another, it's another one of those where it's a, a, a quote that comes up a lot. You know who wants some? I'll have some of your man meat, Michael. When <laughs> Dwight, when he's he's grilling the steaks in the Foreman Grill, he grills his foot on, yeah, and, and Ryan, Ryan calls him out on he's that. Like, is this 
I, cl- I cleaned it. <laughs> oh, God. And then, uh, so yeah, so Jim's in charge of the stripper for the girls' party. <laughs> and he gets a Ben Franklin impersonator instead. Mm-hmm. What is the Ben Franklin impersonator? What's his real name? I know this. So, does anyone else want to shock? Because I actually... Um, Gordon. It's Gordon. Yes, yes. Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> and uh, the, that whole... <laughs> That'll set up so funny because they're Meredith's expecting a stripper, and she's all excited. And oh, then it's yeah. the it's a it's like a history. This is the entertainment. Talk, yeah. <laughs> I love how Angela is actually interested in the things that he's saying. She's and like ready to learn about history. Was it Pam or Karen that asked if he had? Karen, it's yeah. Karen when Karen asked about you know the liaisons that he had. Oh yeah. And then when Gordon explains, you know there are. Gray that was areas. a gray area. Of yeah, my and then life. Angela is like, kind of like, Relieved. oh, oh God. God. yeah, <laughs> like she shakes her head. You know, I, I think it's Pam that didn't didn't Ben Franklin have syphilis? Yeah, and then he's yeah. like, yeah, but I, <laughs> I don't. don't. That's, oh, that's what my he's name's like. Gordon. My name's Gordon. And then that's yeah. that cringy like. Uh, uh yeah that's <laughs> and dwight jim has dwight convinced that that's the real ben franklin oh, and on, the, on the sting at the good. end where he's like quizzing him i'll give gordon some credit he knows a he lot knows about, ben, about franklin. ben franklin mm-hmm. and i guess you have to if you're going to all the, the elementary schools how, mu- how much do you think they paid gordon i bet come. they paid 125 dollars yeah really yeah. That's very 125 dollars was, that, was a, that like two three hours of uh ben franklin say, time I'd say 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I don't know. How much did they pay the, for the stripper? Wasn't I, it three hours? I think the golden shower was yes. only <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes, right? Yeah, they only had... Like 2.30 Yeah, they had to fit it into like Bob's... Like, oh, yeah, it's like lunch break or yeah, exactly. off time or something. It's yeah. a very short amount of time. And then, yeah, they make Elizabeth... That they were, gonna, sh- that they were going to like grill <laughs> meat and do all sorts of stuff in 45 minutes because <laughs> Michael has no idea how to plan for time. This is one we quote a lot, too, because whenever Stanley goes to cut the steak... <laughs> of course. Of course. I said it three times today. Like... <laughs> 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 Anytime something doesn't go as planned, but it's it's mm-hmm. just like well, it's all but yeah, which the, is funny because we say it more in um, what's his face's accent. It's not in Stanley's no, accent. No, we don't say it. In That's Stanley. in um, oh shoot, what's his accent. name? It's Idris Elba's character. Oh, oh, Charles yeah. Minor. Charles yeah, Minor. that's Charles yeah. Minor has oh, that yeah. kind of accent. That's, that American yeah, accent, weird. of course, of course. like. <laughs> Out of coy steel, you know. <laughs> I like how they make Elizabeth the stripper like answer phones because they pay for <laughs> three hours of work, and you were gonna get three She's hours of like- work. You want me to answer phones with my clothes on? <laughs> and she's very confused by that. And Angela is disgusted that the stripper mm-hmm. oh, is in the same room with her. She's got like her hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Kevin is less disgusted. Yeah. Kevin is very happy and excited <laughs> because she's at the she's at Oscar's desk. Yeah, because right, Oscar Oscar's still on his vacation. Yeah. yeah. I thought of that right after you left. <laughs> <laughs> but also, secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt, hurt someone. someone. I'd say that's a very popular quote. I mean, mm-hmm. people that. But the fact that that was like the best advice Michael's probably received almost in his entire adult life. And he caught, he he like he immediately understood it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You like, know, usually you explain something to Michael Scott, and it's like you're not getting anything through. Right, to him. but it, and it took a. a kindergarten say yeah for him to get it <laughs> and ben franklin kind of his keys back yep <laughs> <laughs> and then like the the ending of the episode is great with that moment where dwight throws the football in the air when yeah he realizes that he can't you know stump him yeah, yeah. i don't care what ben jim franklin. says i am whatever percent sure that is not the real ben franklin <laughs> i think it's like 90 percent sure 90 percent sure yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, because he get real quick because he, he gets the advice from Elizabeth the stripper, and he also try to get advice from Gordon as Ben Franklin. Right. And because oh, yeah. And Ben Franklin's advice was not the good advice, and Elizabeth the stripper's what? was yeah. yeah something like he kept things from his wife Deborah. Deborah, Deborah. because Deborah. of all his uh, yeah, mm-hmm. liaisons in in Europe. So These something things... like women are the gentler. Yeah, yeah, that's we had to treat the, the, the yeah, fairer yeah. of the mm-hmm. sexes. <laughs> so that was our number four, Ben Franklin. Our number three, coming Ooh. in with seventeen points. Moving into three, the injury. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Michael's injury from a George Foreman grill. Throwing it back to the George Foreman grill distracts the staff from Dwight, the one with the real injury. Yeah. This is my favorite episode of the show of all time. Like yeah. every time I watch this show, I this episode, I it's good. I feel like it's, I'm watching it for the first time. There's sure. so many great things and great lines and great interactions between all these characters. Oh yeah. And another one of those things, kind of like Michael's birthday, where Michael wants all the attention on him, but someone else has an actually more serious yep. situation going on. So he becomes more infantile because of it. Yes. I mean, I can't even... All the scenes, uh, from the cold open where he has him on speakerphone explaining what's going on, to Michael wanting Pam to rub country crock on his foot, <laughs> Ryan sending him to get yams and, and food, and he crushes up the aspirins in Carbondale. In Carbondale. Did not have fresh yams. Um, <laughs> Dwight and Pam's relationship, this is like their, their first, yeah, like their friends. friends. Um, Jim knowing Dwight's middle name, because he says it's danger, <laughs> and he knows it's Kurt. Michael scratching <laughs> out, out the, why, yes. why, why are you why, here? Why are you here? Bringing <laughs> Reason, someone to yeah. the hospital. The whole car ride and Jim spraying them with the bottle. <laughs> oh yeah. my You're not gosh, the boss of this so band. Funny. And then, and I really liked how this episode broke the fourth wall of how it's a documentary because when Dwight's going back for his CAT scan and Michael goes with them, he has to turn the mic off so we lose all audio. We see him take his mic pack out and leave his uh, crutches and kind of hops in. Uh, so it's like Michael cares for Dwight because he'll go in with him, and then he also wants to stick his foot in the machine because <laughs> like, he thinks something's wrong. Get some... What is more serious, a head injury or a foot injury? <laughs> head injury. <laughs> well, you don't have all the details. <laughs> is it? Foot has been very severely burned <laughs> on is the it... outside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, my favorite part about this episode is the friendship between Pam and Absolutely. Dwight. Oh, one hundred percent. So cute. What are you doing? Making <laughs> Vietnam noises? <laughs> she's like carrying him, and, and she's like, "Well, okay, I guess this is pants. goodbye. Well, I'll be right back. Well, I know, but it'll yeah. be different." <laughs> That nudge oh, that he pain. does on her, yeah, yeah. Her nose. nose. So cute. <laughs> it is the episode he calls her Pan. Pan. Yes, he and he's just Pan. typing Dwight over and Dwight, over again on the keyboard. Yeah. Older. Oh my god, Dwight is kind of my friend. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. So the it's advice your favorite to... This is my number one. So who else had this on their list? John Michael did. Yep. I had did. it at number five. I don't okay. think it was on your list. It's even. a great episode, but it didn't mm-hmm. make my list. Yeah. If it's your favorite, you must know it. Okay. Back and forth. What kind of MP3 player Easy. does Pam have? Oh, it's a Prism Sport Duo. Yes! <laughs> yep. Wow, the Prism Duo Sport. Oh, Duo Sport, yeah. yeah. And Dwight goes to show her to download songs for a penny or a nickel or whatever yeah, and from, from a, a Russian, Russian website, yeah. but they're all in Russian, and Pam looks super annoyed and, and over it, and then Dwight's like, just kidding! Kidding! And, and like does the gym twi- tap thing on the desk and walks away. He gets her, <laughs> he gets her to throw it across the room. Mm-hmm. Show how bulky and yeah. how like 
it, it holds up. Because he's all jokey and fun now. Mm-hmm. So cute. I just love Dwight in this episode. And I even just love when Dwight crashes his car into the pole. And, and Dwight's like, <laughs> oh, more, Dwight, you forgot your bumper. <laughs> it's, it's more throw-up for Renee. It's the only yeah. throw-up yeah. scene that I don't really have a problem with. I think because the camera's so far. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's a really funny throw-up scene, too. <laughs> he, like, hurt his neck whenever he was doing that throw-up scene? Yeah, he, like, yeah. jerked his neck and got yeah. it all over the car. <laughs> I believe it, because I would get whiplash from that. That looked painful. Mm-hmm. So that's our number three, and it's a really good one. But our number two is also a really good one with 19 points, stress relief. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Dwight's too realistic fire alarm gives Stanley a heart attack. When he returns, Michael learns that he is the cause of Stanley's stress. To remedy the situation, he forces the office to throw a roast for him. This, Who had this on their list? I did. I think uh, everyone. Actually. Not me. It was what? like again top fifteen, but <gasps> they didn't make the the was full my cut. Two. Yeah. Yeah. This was my number six. Yeah. This was a post Super Bowl episode, hour long mm-hmm. special, right. longest mm-hmm. cold open I think of the show, yeah, and probably long. the best the best cold, cold open of yes. the show and yes. i think it was also um at the time it set a record for the amount of people that had tuned in to mm-hmm. watch because coming there. off the super right bowl the that's super what you're bowl. putting yep. your big show on if you're a network hosting the super bowl and it had guest Sunday stars night. yeah Cloris Leach yeah. and yeah. jack black, oh, yeah. jack black. <laughs> that's like the one thing from that episode i think i did not like was them yeah, them watching that movie but then we get the line of Andy being like, I'm going to be a food. Like, this bagel <laughs> yeah. is, or this is bad. I say yes, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's one of the, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the, the chaos of the cold open, it's like a perfectly directed sequence mm-hmm. of, of chaos. Yeah. To use that word twice. So it's, I mean, it's just, it's insane. I, I don't even know how they filmed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it's just like everyone I don't even know how to describe this usually we talk about video games so. um, <laughs> Dwight says that he's annoyed that no one listened to his safety training as fire commissioner or whatever so he lights a cigarette he's and gonna starts the fire him. and he locks all the doors this time. and no everyone's just trying to run around the best part is when Angela throws her cat through the ceiling. Save oh, it's, it's, it's what's what's her cat's name that she keeps at the office? Bandit. Bandit, Bandit is that one. Mm-hmm. Save also, Bandit. How much does Angela weigh? Eighty-two, 82 pounds. pounds. Well, Eighty-two pounds. Yeah. Save Bandit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oscar's crawling up in the ceiling. And he falls down later, and Creed has <laughs> that. that Creed's reaction, like, is my probably my favorite part <laughs> of that whole <laughs> because it's just it's so chaotic. They they try to shove the copier through that door which we know leads to nothing yeah. as we see in season nine but i Michael guess leads to something the back then yeah and then later <laughs> the, it's like all busted out mm-hmm. yeah rocky's president yeah yeah Barack's president Sam. another great line that we got from the oh yeah this is the one with the training dummy too right yeah, yeah. that's, that's what i was gonna see, say I mean, this how is... much did the training dummy cost under my thirty five hundred dollars yes <laughs> five thousand three hundred dollars i was about to say and another thing, and we've talked about this before, when, whenever Renee and I are out of town and, like, we're checked into our hotel, like, I I have to, look like, prop my knee yep. up on a chair and look out the window <laughs> so and just say, this city. I have to we send you... I have to send you a picture of the new office you just moved into because it has these – we're on the second floor and it has these windows that perfectly – and everyone will just go stand at the window. And anytime <laughs> someone does it, I just look at it and go, ah, oh, this city. <laughs> and they have no idea what I'm talking about, but it makes me smile on the inside every time. I mean I've done this like all around the globe. So. <laughs> uh, the the training dummy Tokyo is to, to Houston. Yeah. Well, I don't do it when I'm by myself. It's not as fun. Um, 
but yeah, the that's another sequence when the with the training dummy. That that um, is one of my favorite at sequences. First, I was afraid. That, I was petrified. <laughs> yes, yes. So he doesn't know the the BGs staying alive, right? But then they start singing it, and then Andy comes in. Uh, singing it, and then Kelly gets Kelly up and starts, starts dancing, dancing. <laughs> and that's so funny to me that like they're trying to do a serious training course, and they just bust out into like a musical moment. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you lost him. Like that lady's so genuine. Like, yeah, the way that she acts. It's so also good. the Creed's line with like, I, "That's where I know you from from the parking lot." <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> And then I'm just cutting the face off the training dummy. And then it cuts back to just David Wallace is just so much he's not even he's not mad anymore. He's just given up like trying to And and why did you have there? to cut the face off the training dummy? It's just David Wallace. <laughs> it didn't seem very realistic in the movie. Turns out it is very realistic. So that's twice that they've had to go to corporate for infractions, yes. you know, in the same episode. Yes. And, um, there is also, um, if y'all haven't seen it, for all you Animal Crossing fans out there, someone recreated the scene with the training dummy and the BG song oh, in Animal uh, Crossing. Wonderful. So you should Google that. that. You have to go watch that. And also, they're kind of doing the SNL, the like the party guy bit with the um, oh, mm-hmm. with the lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of doing Night of the Roxbury because they're like bumping into her, and she's clearly not interested in any of that. Oh, that yeah, that's a great episode. <laughs> Tough cuts, guys. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the the roast part of it. Yeah, there. so the, we only the, talk the, about the first part. The roast is that phenomenal. was this episode. Too? Yes, yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. It's an hour long episode. So okay. they um, you know, Michael Scott wants a stage constructed <laughs> in the warehouse um, <laughs> to roast him for a roast to him because he thinks this will make I don't know. He wants he wants everyone to he wants the roast. So that everyone will, at the end, say how much they love him. Sure, right. He wants the... It's another vanity project for Michael It is. Scott. That's exactly what it is. And, I don't know, just everyone's kind of... Well, first of all, when, when the roast kind of gets going and, and Dwight, you know, is trying to kind of tell people that well, we shouldn't be... I don't know the exact line, but, mm-hmm. but Dwight doesn't want people Shame making fun. Shame on you people. Like, he doesn't yeah. want people making fun of Michael, but then, you know, Michael can... He's your superior and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. great. Like how Michael has his, like, drum set for the rim shot <laughs> when they, someone tries to make a joke. You're going to be doing spit takes in here? Yeah, the, you're going to be doing spit takes? Like, oh my god. Oscar's just screaming at him in Spanish <laughs> during his roast. Yeah. That's, this is when uh, we talked about earlier. What is his name? This is where that. Oh is yeah, from. yeah. <laughs> they spent an hour together in traffic. Traffic, yeah. <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson. His name is Michael. His name is Michael, and that's when Michael does a rim shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he gets sad, and no one can find him, so he goes to the park to throw <laughs> whole pieces <laughs> of bread. whole pieces at a playground. Not a. It's not, it's not it's like also a, winter. Oh, yeah, it's a winter. No and he's birds. wearing, and there's no wearing birds. a turtleneck. <laughs> Yeah, caca. <laughs> and then he comes back to the office. To... Are we hiring? <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> he goes back to roast everyone. He in the roasts office. everyone in the office. Boom, roasted yep. it is a thing I mm-hmm. say oh, all the time. What now. does he say to Stanley? Uh, you, you crush your wife, wife during, during sex, sex, and your heart, heart sucks. sucks. And Stanley, Stanley loves it. Yeah. yeah, he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does anyone remember some of the rest of the roasts that uh, Michael gives to his Jim, crew? you're six eleven and hundred pounds. <laughs> Gumby has a better body than you. <laughs> Pam, you failed art school. Boom, roasted. Angela, where is Angela? Oh, there <laughs> she is behind, behind that, that piece grain of rice. <laughs> yeah. Grain of rice, yeah. Boom, roasted. 
And then oh, he says and, he something about Andy. Andy. And you're gayer no. than Oscar? Yeah, because yeah, Oscar, you're gay. Boom, roasted. And Andy, Andy you're gayer than Oscar. Oscar. Boom, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You crush your wife during sex and your heart sucks. Yeah. Boom, roasted. That's the go. full one, yeah. Was yeah. it, so it cool. called Creed Old or something? I think that's what it is. It's just like, Creed, you're old. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> so yeah, okay, that episode is a lot better than I remember. I don't... The only thing I'd probably remove from my list, though, is to put it in there, it'd be 10. Because... God, see, tough cuts. It's all yeah. it's all tough. They're, mm-hmm. they're all loves for us. Yes. But our number one was overwhelmingly our number oh, one. Oh, I know. It's easy. Yeah. I knew this was going to be as soon as you pitched this idea. Like, well, I know what our number one's going to yeah. be. Was it's, it? It's obvious. And I probably did not need to squeeze it into my top ten or my number ten. It still would have made it into yeah. the number one spot. I feel like I it's important to put it in, too, because with 28 points. Jeez. <laughs> like, you know, stress relief was 19 points. Dinner wow. point, 28 Wow. Dinner party. So let's Our talk about dinner party. Episode. Michael invites Jim and Pam and Andy and Angela hmm. to a couples only dinner party, which makes Dwight very jealous. However, the only thing he's missing is a ringside seat to witness Michael and Jan's extremely dysfunctional home life. Watch this episode last night because I had a feeling this might show up. Yeah. Um, it is such a good episode. Everything about this episode is good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who had it where on their list? Because it sounded like we all had this one on our list. Uh, number one. Number one. Number one. I don't remember where it was on my list. Mine was I number mean, ten. Number ten. So that must have been. Uh, you gave it seven points. So yeah, seven points. So that's four. Number yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this episode was directed by Paul Feig, mm-hmm. who later cameoed in an episode. Yep. With the, mm-hmm. I guess the Entertainment Act. That was like uh, a season, season late nine. season nine. Yeah. Season nine with the it was like a dog and a cat and a mouse. Yeah. So when Andy was going to get Roseanne, I think, to be his manager, right. his yeah. agent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what was her name? That I don't uh, remember. Paul Feig also created Freaks and Geeks, yeah. which is like one of my favorite. Yeah. He directed Bridesmaids. Yep. Yeah, he directed Bridesmaids. Oh, so this episode was the first episode back from the writer strike we talked about earlier back in 2008. Yeah. And I hated this episode <laughs> the first time I saw it. Um, as I've watched it more and discussed it with y'all, I do have a better appreciation for it. Um. That's why I have it. I put it in at ten because I knew all you assholes would have it yep. one. <laughs> um, so please tell tell me about dinner party and why it's both of y'all's number one. I mean, it takes place not in the office, which is very novel. Yeah. I mean, the cold, the the opening is in the office where Michael tricks everyone or Jim specifically, Jim so and Pam. So obviously, Michael Scott has tried to like have a dinner set up with Jim and Pam like numerous times, but Jim has always come up with an no, excuse. No, it can't because... It. And in earlier season four episodes, rewatching the whole thing again, I've noticed they did set this up because yes. of that. There are a few moments. I thought it was so random. Like, why are we going to Michael's house for a dinner party? There are several moments where Michael has tried to get Jim and Pam mm-hmm. to come to his house. To play rock band. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Joel. Billy Joel rock band. <laughs> so, like, the the... The really bad acting by Michael Scott to call corporate is just a great sequence because like <laughs> he he call he fake calls corporate and there's basically no time for anyone on the other end of this line to say anything because he just delivers. We don't want to work. We don't want to work anymore. You know, these people are they, my friends and I care. About and that's them. the moment when Jim realizes this is not really. Yeah, because they were supposed to stay late on a Friday night to organize to boxes or something. Do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, consolidate customer files. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows. 
But he had to get that confirmation that Jim would not have been yeah. busy tonight. Yeah, you said you had no plans. <laughs> you said you had no plans. That's right? so good. The look that he's giving him, and then Jim looks at the camera. And he, he knows he's got him. Yeah. Like, are you going to lie to me, or are we going to do this? <laughs> it's kind of like whenever I was on the plane going to Tokyo, and I was playing that chess game, and it's like against this famous like chess master is what they call the AI. Uh-huh. And I was like, the and the difficulty level levels are like his age and I beat him at age four and it's like congratulations you beat such and such at age four so congratulations Michael you checkmate <laughs> got him yes you finally did it so so we get to their condo yeah so I mean right off the bat you can tell how awkward this is going to be mm-hmm. like if this is Michael and Jan trying to play homemaker mm-hmm. um, and, and why i have no idea why i, <laughs> I don't know why they they, I don't they know. have to like, show this to anyone they they both have something to prove i don't know what it is but uh, and I, obviously jan does not like pam i mean all, right? to, to one part of it they're they're hoping to get some money out of um michael's rich friends right that's true to invest in, in her uh, candle in her, business in, well this is the same season season four in fun run where um, Pam walks in on Michael Correct. and sees his junk, and Jan is super like jealous or upset with her because of that, yes. and that seems to carry over here. They also, in the episode, um, allude to the fact that Michael um, has mentioned to Jan several times that he and Pam have dated. Oh, right, right, in the past. <laughs> um, so she, and she just doesn't, Pam's like, no, I have never not, wanted to. Not, she's just, she's a believer. She's just a believer. Not ever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one of the, the the reason that they're stuck in this party is because they're also, um, you know, cooking the osobuco down. <laughs> which, that was a question. Oh, yeah. well, well that's <laughs> they're cooking down the osobuco, uh, which has to braise <laughs> for was it three for hours? three hours, <laughs> like so three, three hours, hours from, from now or from four o'clock earlier when you started it. So. You know, Pam, some cultures don't even eat dinner until midnight in, in, Spain. in, in Spain. 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 I'm sorry, and then that's yeah. what Michael says when in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, so they they give him uh, a tour of Michael's condo. Well, for that, I remember they they she, they bring him wine as like a housewarming yes. gift or dinner gift. Yes, and, correct. And Jan's like, this would be great to cook with. Really be great to cook with. <laughs> and she's Pam like, is like offended by that because obviously, she's yeah, obviously, drink. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and you know, Jan has this look on her face like I'm gonna ruin this girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So and Michael's condo is is mostly Jan's condo. Yeah, yeah, it's very clearly been decorated by Jan. And two of the spare bedrooms are just things for Jan. Yeah, her office, which never gets used, and then her workspace. Her workspace. Oh, you have an office and a workspace. Yeah, I'm sure it's like uh, you with your doodles. <laughs> really, she can't concentrate. She can't create the in the same place space that she works. works. I'm sure yeah. the smell this. Doodles. What does it smell like? Fire. Fire. Bonfire. <laughs> I know it's not the first like mentioning of Michael Scarn, but is it the first time Michael Scott mentions Michael Scarn? I don't know the answer to this no, question. No, because when he goes to improv, improv. Yeah, when yeah, that's right. He kicks in, boom. And the subtitles are wrong. Like when Michael says Michael Scarn, mm-hmm. like really fast, the subtitles say Michael Scott. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. clearly Michael. Michael Scarn. Michael Scarn. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they're playing. Uh, uh, charades. That is. Or, oh, not, not, so what is that? Yeah. What is that game? It's, it's not, not charades. charades it's like, like uh, twenty questions, I guess, or one of those. Like, uh, and and she was just fucking with them, saying the wrong <laughs> answers. And then Katie Holmes. <laughs> oh no! But he's married to Katie Holmes. 
Yeah, and then Jim, when the answer finally is Tom Jim Brady. really knows how to like oh, kind of push great. Michael to the edge and frustrate. They him. got on a team with Angela, who clearly doesn't know things about pop culture yeah. or anything like that. So she's no good. Does anybody read the paper? <laughs> <laughs> and she's pregnant in this episode, she is and pregnant. they do a really yeah. good they job hide it very well. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> I they're just dead ears. <laughs> I was waiting for y'all to continue on with the episode. So my favorite okay. moment of this episode is kind of the breakdown at dinner, um, mm-hmm. you know, which makes sense because it's a dinner party. But by then, yeah, I think, yeah. how much did Michael's plasma TV cost him? I know this. Is $300? No. No? $200. Yes. $200. Oh, man. Finally oh. broke down. So by, well, yeah, finally <laughs> broke down. But by then, had, had not Dwight showed up with Melvina? At the at the table, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's before eating. they before yeah, they before actually go to dinner. Sat down, mm-hmm. um, and the Jan's very upset because um, Dwight was excluded because Michael says they only have six wine glasses. That's why they invite uh, Angela and Andy to be five correct. and six with, instead of and it's couples only. Because obviously only. Jan did not want Dwight. Nope. Yes. Nope. So and he brought a couple only, and he brought, he brought wine. Wine and, and his wine. own dinner. Yep. yep. Like a turkey <laughs> leg or something. And beet salad. That's it. And they're sitting in like lawn chairs, like way lower than the oh, rest yeah. of the table. <laughs> at opposite corners. And we also, like, you know, we get the first mention of Michael having soft teeth. Oh yeah. In this, because it, it, it doesn't. He, he's there's other episodes where he's there's said, at like, least he has one to go other to mention the dentist, of it. like way too often. Mm-hmm. 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 How do you think Michael? How do you get soft teeth? What did Michael what do is. to his teeth? I don't know. I also like how when they go to the garage and they're trying to pitch. You know, to invest in Jan's cannabis, we get to see the the core master or core blaster yeah, three thousand yeah. that he <laughs> is in referenced in money that he wasted core. money on, and yes. he, you know, you twist and you twist. And, and we also get to see it in Threat Level Midnight. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, that's that's true. See, that's a tax write off. <laughs> but yeah, and then there's the big explosion after dinner, and we get like the famous line of uh, "Good luck, pay me back on your zero dollar." And- so this is a moment where you know Jan breaks down, and mm-hmm. this is not something you see happen. No, she ever, usually with like Jan, mm-hmm. even in her like manic moments, mm-hmm. keeps it together. Yeah, but but after you, losing that lawsuit, she's man, yeah. like there's, she's wrecked. Oh yeah, that's after this. Yes, I'm the devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, Which is, I'm the that's, devil. We forgot to mention that. That's a really good line. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite lines is um, when they pan over to this thing that Michael has built. Yes. What is that? Like pine or Nordic cherry? <laughs> I love that Jan pronounces Dundee a word as Dundee. Dundee. Like it's, you know, like Dundee. <laughs> yeah, just like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I got the best trophy right here, babe. <laughs> oh, that's oh, true. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, the whole babe thing. The, the running thread through it, the entire babe, thing, babe. is they keep calling each other babe. babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We get to see or learn more about uh, her Hunter's implied affair career. with Hunter yes. and his right. musical career. We get to hear that song, which Take me back the slow the dancing makes it sound like the night they like got had an affair and yes. he made a song about it. And that's also brought back in season nine in that episode where Jan is with the white pages or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that she gets upset because Michael wants to hang his beer sign because they're disagreeing on something. Well, it wasn't the disagreement. Well, it's, the disagreement was over like the soft teeth. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. that's right. She says he's got soft teeth. And he Does anyone remember the name of the beer company? St. Paul. No, yeah, yeah St. Paul. St. Paul, Saint Paul yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. So he wants to go get the beer sign that they referenced earlier and hang it up. And then she gets upset, grabs his Dundee, and throws it at the TV. 
<laughs> Jan has so many good like faces, like that oh, the camera absolutely. just like captures so well, especially like the guess, when like, the, the devil, devil? and yeah, like the fire mm-hmm. on her face, but then also with the neon on her where she yes. looks manic. Yes. Yep. Like her wide smile and wide eyes that she looks like she's. I mean, yes. she's a moment. The ice is cracking right there. Also, so earlier good. in the episode when it's girls' trip to the kitchen, mm-hmm. yes, and she's talking to to Pam about Michael. And mm-hmm. she just that that moment she takes a sip of that wine glass yep. while like dead eyes staring mm-hmm. at Pam while drinking the wine. Leering. It's so good. Oh, we missed like the best part of this episode where Michael's gushing about his plasma TV and then he pushes, he pushes it, it into oh, the wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that is that is actually yes. So they had trouble filming that. Yeah, it, they just kept laughing. If you go to YouTube, there's like a thousand outtakes of that one scene. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Because they can't keep it right together. Because I I just recently watched the episode where he buys the condo, and you know he's all excited talking about Dwight. He's gonna put the plasma screen <laughs> yes. right here, and you don't want to put that on the shared wall. And I love that they brought it back. And of course, it's like the yeah. tiniest little TV, and then he pushes it. <laughs> I love this the TV. Wall. I'll just stand here <laughs> for hours. <laughs> watching it and the story about michael running into the sliding glass door <laughs> i can relate to that because i get really excited when i hear the yeah. ice cream truck too <laughs> so sue me watch out she might <laughs> she loves to sue so yes i've come to appreciate this episode a lot more in further viewings and then the end you know it's it's actually kind of wholesome uh when the police show up because of the domestic <laughs> disturbance report and you know dwight kind of takes the lead <laughs> Because he obviously knows these guys because mm-hmm. of his right. you know, history with the and they're they're, yeah. right, they're immediately just like you know not now Dwight and I like how the way they're talking to Michael and Jan the roles are almost reversed because usually in the domestic dispute calls it's yep. more likely the man who attacked the woman mm-hmm. and you know she's like are you okay you know and, and this time it's Jan and Michael's the one who's like being like, escorted out and brought home with Dwight he's gonna fall on his sword too he's, yeah he's like. He, we, they ask him if he wants to press charges. He's like, is well, she going to get in trouble? Yeah, she'll be charged. <laughs> yes. He's like, take me take instead. I will take the fall. But just be quiet. And, and then Jim and Pam steal the CD and are eating their like hot dogs together and m- mimicking yes. the babe thing. And then Angela <laughs> sticks the ice cream after Andy because takes a stone. lick. Andy tries to have a nice moment with her, and mm-hmm. she is not having it. She sticks it to the side of his car. And at the very end, Jan is Dad, gluing back yeah. the Dundee. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like yeah. trying to fix with the, the t- I think Isn't the, the TV, TV is on? on it's all yes. broken. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She really does care. Yeah. Yeah. She just is an emotional person. Mm-hmm. She's having a hard time. I mean, yeah. her career fell apart. She lost she's the date- lawsuit. She's dating Michael. She's dating. She lives in Scranton. She lived yeah. in New York City. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Trying to get her failed candle business off. The yeah. Well, you know that they use those candles at the vigil. That's uh, true. That true. Oh, they found her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot the about The next that. episode after this is, I mean, Michael is broken up with Jan, right? Uh, they break up on. What no. Is... I gotta because this is when they're back together. No, the original time they break up is on Women's Appreciation. Yeah, but, the next episode's chair model. So yeah, yeah they're, see, then, yep, that's it. Then they're done. Quitting, yeah. One yeah oh, yeah, because he's joined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess so. Right. That was it. My Good for Michael. Cards. Got, got, out, got out of that terrible relationship. <laughs> well, for, Good for both of yeah. them. They both need to be out of that. Mm-hmm. They get back together. Right? Do they? No, A little bit, no. yeah. That's, well, when she comes with the baby in season five, yeah. when he's like still kind of like flirting with Holly, but. Yeah, he's trying to see like if he can have something there with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was always kind of weird because he obviously likes Holly and he's like trying to flirt with Holly and he gets frustrated right. when Holly starts to date that Pilates guy or whatever. But right. 
then he's like bringing Jan around. It's I don't know. Yeah, That's all wanted, very he weird. He wanted a kid. Yeah, little uh, kid lover. Yeah. Was, yeah, little, oh yeah, little, little kid, kid lover. lover. It didn't So you know how serious I am. <laughs> so how do you guys feel about our top ten list? <laughs> uh, right, give us give us a, a rundown of the top ten one All more right, time. All right, I'll give you the rundown. Can you kind of get examples? Yeah. So I know the format. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you worked hard on this. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> so our number one was dinner party. Yes. Number two is stress relief. Number three is the injury. Number four is Ben Franklin. Number five is Secretary's Day. Number six is Niagara. Number seven had a tie with customer survey and drug testing. Oh, and also Benihana Christmas. Number eight is Fun Run. Number nine is Basketball. And number ten had a tie between Casino Night, Michael's Birthday, and Branch Wars. Nice. I mean, it's definitely a solid list. Yeah. I mean, I mean we have like, good taste. Yeah. If aliens were to come to Earth and needed to know about the office, I think we could give them this list. They should just watch Definitely. the whole series. Well, they watch should, what they should but do. But if they had a limited amount of time. Yeah, sure. well. They have like seven hours. Right, before so, they have to go. Yeah. Uh, is there an episode, we talking about favorites, is there an episode you do not like? Like, you do not want to watch it, you do not want to go back to it, or is it like every episode I mean, is my favorite, you know? Nobody likes Scott's Tots, right? No. I like Scott's Tots. I do like Scott's Tots. I watch Scott's Tots when I'm doing like a full rewatch. Sure. And that's it because it's in the water. Scott's Tots to me is like when you're riding a 300 foot tall roller coaster and you just never close your eyes. Yeah. I mean, you've got your eyes open the whole time and you're Mm -hmm. terrified, but here we go. Mm-hmm. When you're going up that first hill and you look back and you're like, oh my god, we've come this far and we still have so far to go. It's like, mm-hmm. why know, did I talk myself into doing this? Yeah. I remember yeah. watching this episode when it came on TV, and I gotta say, like, it's different now with streaming, but with commercial breaks in between these horrible, awkward <laughs> moments, it's so much worse. <laughs> yeah, because the commercial it. breaks, yeah, they make you just sit on these horrible moments, and then it comes back and it's like, how is this going? to Oh god, it got worse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that that that. That's a rough episode. Yeah, I don't I really think I like the farm. I don't, yeah, I mean that's it's not an office uh, episode. Well, first yeah, of all, season nine. I, yeah, I, I yeah. it was yeah. it was a soft pilot because right. they wanted to do the spinoff and then it just never got exactly. picked up. Right. And yeah, that was just weird. It's weird to see Tom Middleditch. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know I, he was like, in that. I like, always like, forget. Like, oh yeah, he's Dwight's brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they. They brought the kid back. That the kid that plays Dwight's nephew is also a kid in another oh, episode. Yeah, because yeah. he was the hay the hay kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the senator's child. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did he, the senator? No, no. That, he, kid? that wasn't the senator's child. That was just the hayride kid. Oh, it was the hayride kid. The yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, the later seasons get a little bit rough. I did mm-hmm. have. Um, After hours almost made my list, which is when they're in. It's a Tallahassee episode. Yeah. So that is. I, I think that was the one. I didn't pick that one. I picked Test the Store as like my okay. one pick from season eight. Yeah. Because I tried to like find episodes like from each season, then cut right, it down from right. there. Uh, After Hours almost made it because of Jim and Dwight's like buddy. Like they mm-hmm. like you can see them be friends in that episode. The, the, is that the one where Dwight has like the um has, needs appendicitis. It's, it's after that. Oh, okay. Um, there it's the one where um. He's trying to compete with Packer to get the. the oh, and he's gonna cut it. So Jim, Dwight, Jim's trying to Jim, back him off from getting the VP job because they're no, gonna can no, no, it. No, no, no. This is Jim at the same time. They're um, Packer, is Packer, and Dwight are both trying to bang Nelly in this yes. episode. And then at the end, and then, um, but Jim's storyline is, is that this March Madness. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, smug. <laughs> that that's okay, one of my that, favorite oh, moments. Yes, ever. Yeah, the whole sequence where Dwight is you that know, whole thing, killing the bed, the bed bugs, bugs. Yes. and Jim describes the bed bug. Jim mm-hmm. trying to find ways to get Kathy out of his room using Dwight is amazing. And then <laughs> at the very end it's this really nice moment between Jim yes. and Dwight where they're eating like Sundays on the Foster. Yeah, bananas foster Sundays on the bed. Um, it's just presumably watching a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. March yeah, they're, they're watching March Madness. March Madness. March Madness. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's in March. In March. Th- this is another one kind of like dinner party with me. Uh, when I first watched it, I hated the Tallahassee arc. Mm-hmm. I I really don't like season eight. So I really don't like Robert California, but I hate the Tallahassee arc. But watching it again and again, like to me, the Tallahassee arc is the redeeming one redeeming part. Oh, of season I would eight. agree. Yeah, it's like the best part. Uh, the episode before after hours. I think that might just be Tallahassee. Um, it, no, it, I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. Um, it's the one where Jim in the cold open has faked his death, basically. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. I think that might be Jim Tesla Frank's. store. It might be. I think it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's definitely one of my favorite Jim moments of all time when he has a suitcase of money and says, mm-hmm. has written, it was Dwight. It was Dwight. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> he falls out of the closet. <laughs> and Aaron, yes, that, that she fell asleep reading the mattress tag. <laughs> yeah. Classic Aaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other? Any other? Just not good episodes, or any other that you wish would have we would have talked about? Honestly, I mean, the farm is one of my least favorites. Oh yeah, I, that, I, I think it is my least favorite. That's I just, a I useless hate episode. Let's talk about. We, I guess we didn't talk about the finale. That's what I was going to say. Let's yeah. talk about the finale. Because that wasn't on any of our lists, because that's not one of those I'm going to go watch the finale. But I would say, even in, now in 2020 with all the shows I watched, The Office had one of the best finales mm-hmm. out of most sitcoms Absolutely. or shows I've watched. Yes. Because um, they wrap things up really well, because it's framed almost as like a reunion or like a right. you know six months later kind of thing. And they do it well where it doesn't seem like it's just fan service or pandering. Correct. Like they bring Michael back in like a good way and like it ends on like kind of a happy note and we get to see what life is like after their documentary aired and they're kind of famous and where they're all at now. I think they handled it very well because it's hard to end shows after eight, nine, ten years. And you can easily screw it up. Other sitcoms have screwed it up. Game of Thrones screwed it up. Game of Thrones uh, screwed it up. But I, you know, I think they handled this very well and I still tear up when I do my full rewatches where sure. I'll get to the finale um, at the end there. Elizabeth yeah. comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Meredith's kid comes yeah, back. Yeah, but they do a really yeah. good job yeah. of like Aaron bringing back all these characters without it being like, because like when Seinfeld ended with like the, 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 the trial oh, and they bring everyone back, it's just kind of like forced and seems more fan service yeah. where the, when they do it in the office, it seems more natural yes, and a reason definitely. they should be there. Um, and when they're at like the panel and all the audience, which is kind of like surrogates to like the internet and us as viewers Correct. are like giving Pam shit and like, <laughs> I would let Jim do anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I think that's all handled very well. Aaron like reuniting with her parents. Yeah. It's really yeah. Nice moment. Is anyone else bummed that they dropped that? Like Phyllis being Aaron's mother storyline that they kind of teased forever. And then just like, no, we're not going to do this. Yeah, mm. eh, I but, thought it would have been a little silly. Honestly, yeah. after that, she definitely supports Aaron a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really sweet. Yeah, definitely. I think that's more important. Mm-hmm. And you know, the finale, the like final scene is Jim having the same quote from the pilot episode about his work in his position at Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm here to sell paper and you know all this shit. Yep. But now mm-hmm. it's in a more positive light because exactly. it's all over and Jim has Pam and his family and everything. And she yeah. she takes the um. 
the the picture down of yeah of Dunder Mifflin that she painted and she that, takes it that and... Michael bought for the office mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Dwight's driving like a Dodge Challenger instead of his Trans Am <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess because now he's the boss he did it and he, he gives he it. gives Jim and Pam all the severance because yeah. you know they were there for so long for, and what was it like a month for every year every year there? and they're no, there for... it was. It was, no, something no, it's ridiculous. A, it's, like, a, it's crazy. It's like, a, it's like a year of severance almost. Yeah, yeah. Because they were there for like over a decade. Wow. Because they were there when we came in nine years earlier. Yeah. Um, so they get a pretty sweet amount of severance. Yeah. So that's good. Like you know, and we could see uh, Dwight and Angela finally get married. And right. Ryan and Kelly get to run off together and <laughs> leave baby Drake. Yeah. Baby Drake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even Nellie gets a if, happy ending. If she gets... Nellie has one good line, it's the "We'll be somewhere in Europe." Yeah. Like, uh, I love that so much. I hate her so much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she's not great, but she's got her moments. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's it for our office special. Um, thank you guys so much for sending me those lists. I know that they were difficult to make. They were. But they were fun to make. Yeah. Definitely. Right? Yeah. It's a lot of fun to just try and go through and really limit yourself to what are my favorites for this. And <laughs> yes. We just, I know we love the office so much. We've done office trivia, which we basically won. Mm-hmm. We knew the most. Yeah. We knew the most office yes. trivia. Yes. So I mean, we're we're just huge fans. And we I have guess... a group chat specifically for the office where we just send office memes quotes to each other. Yes. We try to trick each other with questions mm-hmm. as Renee's done tonight. So. <laughs> got us on. That some was of those. my surprise. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Definitely got us on some of those. <laughs> but yeah, we just wanted to, I guess, share our love of the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if it isn't like. A video game related, you should message us your top ten favorite Office episodes yeah. because we always want to talk about the Office. It doesn't matter. I mean, we can when. read those off on GameWare Express. Yeah. yeah. What's that email address, Renee? Uh, GameWareExpress at gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of on the spot there. I forgot it for a moment. Um, but yeah, uh, again, thank you guys for listening to I would us. Love um, to hear everyone else's top ten. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if you just thought like anything on our list was just straight up wrong yeah i would love to hear your reasoning why yeah let me know why you hate secretary's day so i can tell you how wrong you are that is true i'm gonna go watch it when i go home so if someone writes in saying it's bad i'm gonna take their picture and put it on a cake and then i'm gonna gonna smash it it in their face (laughs) thank you you. well everyone uh out there be good to each other and have a great week You took me by the hand